Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and we are talking about the Square Enix NFT announcement and the outrage. I'm going to try to make sense of this for you. You might not know what an NFT is. You might not know what a blockchain is. I'm going to try and make sense of this for you. I did some research. Hit subscribe and the bell button if you like these types of streams. We try to put this right at the front to give you everything you might need, and then the stream is about three hours long. So... This is an SNTR update. NFTs have been announced by Square Enix to ring in the new year and not getting the response that they probably hope for. I'm going to try to make sense of what's an NFT, how could it be implemented in games, and why is this a big concern for lots of gamers. If you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe at the bell button or check out SNTR Gaming where I stream live. So what's an NFT? First and foremost, like you're probably seeing people talking about these. You're like, what on earth? is an NFT. An NFT is a non-fungible token, which is basically an interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain. Well, what's a blockchain? It's a digital ledger. So keeping track of things that have been transpiring or monies, cryptocurrencies that have been passed back and forth. So when you have an NFT, you have a portion of that ledger and it's non-fungible because it's unique. It, it, It holds pieces of the code in front of it and pieces of the code next to it. Basically, that's why it's referred to as a blockchain. You have a part of that chain and NFTs use a digital ledger to provide a public certificate of authenticity or proof of ownership, but they do not restrict the sharing or the copying of the underlying digital files. So the lack of interchangeability distinguishes NFTs from blockchain cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin because a coin is a coin when a single NFT is going to be unique and uh, and different, okay? So what people are using these for is artwork. There's a lot of digital artwork that is basically an NFT. It's a token. It's a part of the blockchain. And the value of that token <laughs> is completely up to uh, the market or the people who might want to buy it so then they have a piece of that blockchain and then they have the token. So you're seeing lots of little like art pieces that are that are coming out of this. Uh, even videos are being sold as an NFT. And this gets a little weird because the copyright isn't actually handed off to the person who owns the NFT. So you have your certificate of authenticity, it's yours. But even a lot of the times the artists are not relinquishing the original copyright of the video or the art piece. The other thing you have to consider is videos and pictures on the internet can be digitally replicated so they're not necessarily replicating the part of the blockchain but they're replicating the image which what i would imagine probably hurt the value of it now how could this work in games nfts can be used to represent in-game assets such as like digital plots of land which are controlled by the user instead of the game developer nfts allow assets to be traded on third-party marketplaces without permission from the game developer so essentially you would have an nft that wouldn't be like a digital picture or a drawing or video it would be something in the game so imagine you buy a purple robe in some rpg But it's more than a robe, it's an NFT, so it's a token that's a part of a blockchain that can be given to somebody else on a separate marketplace, so you could sell it if it was really, really valuable. Obviously, what they could then do is, is they could have these really, really rare items that people are buying, and then they're not just an item in the game, they're also an NFT, and then it can be traded for real money or cryptocurrency on a separate marketplace. There's actually, you know, NFT marketplaces are cropping up 
because people are wanting a place to basically trade or sell the NFTs that they owned. Now, in December, Ubisoft had their own NFT initiative that they announced. It got a 96% dislike ratio on YouTube, and they unlisted the video since that happened. So Ubisoft kind of stuck their head out first and was like, hey, what do you guys think of NFTs? And bam, they got smacked down. Now, there's problems with ownership, as I already stated, because the copyright is not actually relinquished to the user. So if you think about it in the realm of video games with a EULA or a TOS there would be it'd be very easy for them to say listen you don't actually own that it's our copyrighted material that's that's something in our game like let's say you know something in final fantasy they'd be like no that's still our copyrighted material you just own the blockchain you just own the nft the token itself which then has value but does it have value okay game assets being an nft is problematic and i want to talk about why it holds no value outside the game people like well it would be on the blockchain so it wouldn't really matter yeah but the value outside the game is only determined by the value in the game because nobody's going to want to buy that nft or that part of that blockchain if it has no value like let's say the servers go down let's say the game's no longer supported or whatever that nft part of the blockchain sure you still have it even though the server's gone which i guess you could consider that a pro pros and cons that's a pro well the game's gone i still have my nft okay but how valuable is that given that the game is now gone if the game dies out, servers go away, you have a piece of art you can't do much with other than maybe trade to a collector who's wanting to collect all these NFTs of games that don't exist anymore. Maybe. It's highly unlikely any form of ownership will be conferred to the player, so outside of trading with other players, it holds no use to you. Player-to-player trading that can be lucrative is known to promote corruption and theft. The, the auction house in Diablo 3, you could make real money, and it was known for promoting corruption, theft, people hacking other people's accounts. It wasn't as simple as like, oh, you can make make money in, in a video game. As soon as that becomes a reality, you have got to watch out for the corruption and the bots and everything that would happen. There'd be farming bots. They would go in. They would buy up anything that became you know available. Like, let's say they only make 500 of those purple robes. There would be mining bots that would buy them right away and then throw them onto a marketplace and try to make money off of them. Now, Dr. Disrespect weighed in on this. There's lots of people weighing in. He said the following. Make the true value for the players in community and not some cheesy studio cash grab trend play. The NFT game design potential is almost incomprehensible at the moment. It's so high, especially at a AAA level. So Doc thinks the potential's massive here. He's probably correct. There's tons of money that could be made, but similarly to a pyramid scheme, there'll probably be a handful of people every time this happens that makes a ton of money, and then everybody else is going to have a garage full of knives they can't do anything with. The people that land grab and buy everything as fast as they can in these games that do this and then hold them, the value will then go up. They'll sell them on the marketplace. But what ends up happening is the value of those items will depreciate over time because the game's life might come to an end or the interest in those items will go down over time. And that will cause essentially a market bust within that game. Every game will almost have its own market of NFTs and their value will be so volatile and so up and down that busts will be happening all over the place. And when you have a currency that becomes volatile and is sort of busting in all of these sort of micro uh, micro markets... More than likely what would happen is consumer confidence in NFTs would plummet and any game with NFTs would suffer accordingly. So that's the best quick breakdown of the potential pros and cons that you might hold something outside the game and retain some value of something that you bought even if the game goes away. But 
The value of that item is volatile and very tenuous. So NFTs in games sounds like an opportunity for companies and a couple of people to make a ton of money, but the rest of the people are more than likely going to throw a lot of money away on collections or the perceived notion of getting rich quick. If you like these SNTR updates, check out SNTR Gaming, where I might be streaming live right now, and hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. I hope I made sense of that for you guys. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is like, I, I, I did my absolute best to study it and grasp it, and I think I kind of do. <laughs> But at the same time, at the same time, I feel I'm, I'm dipping into an ocean. I'm like ankle deep in an ocean right now. Um, so we, we obviously are going to debate this because there are people that think this is great. This is good. This is going to be excellent for games. There's other people that are like, this sounds like such a terrible idea. Um, so I I hope, uh, I hope I made sense of it. It's, it's kind of confusing uh, I don't understand trying to essentially give a physical value to a digital item. Well, it, they're not trying to give physical value to it. They're trying to say that essentially, what essentially blockchain, as I understand it, blockchain technology came up because they needed a digital ledger that was concrete and reliable and not corruptible. So blockchain technology was developed for cryptocurrencies now correct me if i'm wrong on this some of you guys are more educated but that's how i understood it the idea of blockchain technology is is so that the ledger is not is not corruptible okay if it's corruptible then anybody can can create currency or steal currency or hack currency if that makes sense so blockchain the idea of a blockchain is you have a data set that's unique and then another unique data set, okay, and they slightly overlap. So what you end up with is this section here matches, okay? This section here doesn't match, and then the blockchain continues. So then the next data set would look like this, right? It would come in, and it would mirror some of it, but not all of it. What this does is it creates durability from corruption basically it's 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 essentially a way to create a ledger that is that is less corruptible or incorruptible because you need a digital way of 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 tracking a cryptocurrency without it being uh you know stealable hackable corruptible and that i I, funny enough these remotes are a great way to show it because that's a good visual of how blockchain technology works and what ends up happening is, is this, imagine if this part of the blockchain was an image, a digital image of a person or, or a video or something, and it contained part of the blockchain. So you would own that image, and then you could tell somebody, hey, I have this image of a, of a Pikachu that I drew, and it's part of the blockchain or whatever, and I can sell this to you. You would then own part of that ledger, all right, you would own part of that ledger, and uh, it, it's it's it, it's got value, don't you think? How much do you want to pay for this? So people you, people are paying exorbitant amounts of money for an NFT that that holds no real value. Gary V summed the NFTs up currently pretty well. He said at the moment it's just hype, but the technology behind it is solid. So soon that current NFT market will crash and the tech will take over. Right. What's good feed? I see you in the chat. This is getting busy. Let's uh, let's just do a poll. Should NFTs come 
to gaming. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Real simple. Yes or no? Yes or no? Should NFTs come to gaming? You are correct. It's a decentralized system. The reason it becomes more popular in the investing market in particular is due to the US dollar uh, losing its value. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Blockchain tech is valid and better than anything we have right now. Banks are using it and moving to it. Yeah, don't get confused here. Blockchain technology, so a ledger system that does this and creates ch- blocks of ch- blocks of ch- uh, in the chain that holds some of the same code as the next block, but then the rest of it's unique, and then it continues along, it continues along, and this one plugs in and does the same thing. That technology is actually really good, okay? That's not synonymous with an NFT. A non-fungible token is not necessarily blockchain. NFTs use blockchain in order to say, hey, you can own a piece of the ledger in the form of a picture, video, or a video game item. And that is essentially where the, the NFTs have come from. They've come from this idea of like, well, you can own a part of the ledger. I just find it basically impossible to believe that anything is truly 101% unhackable. It makes it more impervious, though. It makes it more impervious to a hack. Um, you show this picture on stream, caption, first cup of rageous coffee on the peninsula. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's show this. You guys, you guys are going to want to see this. Hang on. So my brother, my brother is in... Uh, He's in South Korea, and he has he has he's he's going to drink the first cup of Rageous Roast, uh, over there. Let me get you guys the picture. Let me show you. This is actually pretty cool. So, bringing this, the the, the reason this is so uh, important in the realm of gaming. Here it is. Check it out. Wait, can I do it? Oh wait, hang on. I got to switch capture cards. There we go. Check it out, chat. <laughs> There it is, the first cup of Rageous Roast being being consumed uh, on the peninsula. There we go. Uh, who are the 16 people? That's what I want to know. Let me make... Um, your video is suitable for all advertisers. New World Mass Reporting Ban got... F- whatever. They must not like the word ban. They must immediately flag videos that talk about bans because... Anyway... NFTs are usable items in game is dangerous. All you have to do is look at CSGO skins. They have no value, no tech behind them, yet Chinese billionaires are buying and hoarding skins to drive the price. That's exactly right, Harry. Okay, so this is why... Let, let me let me make a, an argument for NFTs in games. I don't want them in games, but this is the best argument you could make. You could say, hey, when you buy... When you buy this item in the game, it has no value whatsoever. It's purely inside the game's code, and it's a purely cosmetic item. An NFT would create a potential value that would reach outside the game and could be traded with others, sold to others, and its value would be retained even if the game goes away. That's one of the arguments people make for NFTs in games. And I'm like, okay, that's not a terrible argument. However... Everything we know about games and items that can be sold for real-world currency, like the Diablo 3 Auction House, or as Harry's example, CSGO. Do you have any idea? No, he's in South Korea, not Florida. Do you have any idea what that would lead to? It's going to be just like Pokemon cards. It's going to be just like 
PlayStation 5s and Xbox Series Xs, you're going to have literal bots buying them up, holding them, and trying to drive the price. I'm surprised you're against it, considering you usually want devs and publishers to make all the money they can. It's okay for them to make all the money they can if they do it in a way that is driven purely by, you know, player desire to have items in the game because it's attached to the game. NFTs are a form of currency that could bust. It it could completely bust. And you're going to have people pouring thousands of dollars into them hoping for some, like, get-rich-quick scheme. Like, that's my biggest concern about it. It's not that the developers did. The developers would make a ton of money, but I don't want them to make a ton of money doing something that could be harmful to users, harmful to uh, essentially a brand's new economy. These are these almost be like micro-economies because what would end up happening is you would have a, almost potentially have a self-contained blockchain. So you'd have like a Final Fantasy blockchain, then you'd have like this blockchain and that blockchain. And that blockchain would bust. It would bust as a market because if that game goes away or if someone does what Harry talked about, they just buy it all, hoard it all, it'll bust because everybody will be like, well, nobody can buy any of them. One, one to five people bought everything. Mythrax was six months. Let's create our own cryptocurrency called Frick. Happy to be part of this community uh, and the Double Dippers. Thank you, Mythrax, for being a Double Dipper. Six months of membership. My brother said, "What do you want me to describe your coffee in one word?" Sure. What do you think? I'm I'm curious what you think. Coffee drinkers seem to like it. So if you guys haven't ordered any, be sure to snag some. You know, let's get some of those first coffee orders of the year out there. Um. Only people that want NFTs are scalpers or collectors. They're people that will obsessively collect these types of things. 0.001% of real players will gain something from it, and investors with zero interest in the game will make billions. Right, because that's essentially what they'll do. Right? Investors will hire a team of people to basically find... um, They'll basically be like, okay, find the most lucrative game balanced acidity there you go <laughs> in one word balanced acidity well that's two words they'll they'll hire teams of people to basically be like yeah find the games that are going to make us the most money and invest in that game so you will have non-gamer entities that are then buying up nfts in games as a form of investment and then they'll be selling them on the marketplace so do you see the problem? Your, the, the, the NFTs don't belong in games because as they function right now, they're being looked at as sort of an investment opportunity as part of the rise of cryptocurrency. That If you put that in a game, then that's, what, that's how games are going to be treated. Games will be treated as in investment investment capital. Like, oh, go find us the best game to do this right now. Like, they'll have teams doing the market research. They'll have people saying, oh, this new game, that new game, they're going to be big, huge hits. And then, they're, and then you're, you wouldn't even be able to buy the items. Like, oh, you want to buy that skin? Yeah, well, they've all been bought because some investment firm in California Fornia is bought them all. Especially because NFTs are very easy and simple form of money laundering and tax evasion at the moment. It's almost designed to make the rich richer. The only acceptable implementation of NFTs in games I can think of would be to mint each copy of games and NFT allowing for secondhand sales of digital purchases. That's exactly what's going that's exactly what people are saying that they would do. 
you would basically have a marketplace. So Square Enix NFT announcement hits and everybody reacts negatively to it. That's how they rang in the new year. They're like, we're going to ring in the new year and tell you that we're looking into NFTs. And people are like, no, don't do that. We don't want that in our games. Because essentially what you're going to do is you're going to take... Look at the look at the CS:GO thing that Harry outlined, right? You got people, you know, buying up all the skins and then that drives the price up because no one can get them. And so they're treating the video game as an investment opportunity as opposed to it being a video game, right? So, you take that, that's a microcosm of what this will be because the only reason CS:GO has that happening is because there's a marketplace where you can make real money. The minute that you inject a video game with the marketplace where you can make real money, you better buckle the frick up. We're, we're covering it this afternoon. Another exploit has hit New World for territory control. Another exploit. And we're going to talk about it this afternoon. In that game, you can't make real money. And look what that game's been dealing with for three months. People making accounts, farming gold, dumping it all on one character, and then selling gold to people. They're not even supposed to be doing it, and they're doing it. What do you think will happen if NFTs come to video games and you and anybody else can make a ton of money if you if you play the the NFT market right? What do you think is going to happen? You guys are worried about the corporations. I'm more worried about gamers. Well, and outside sources, non-gamer entities that will inject themselves into this marketplace because they'll be like, well, there's money to be made. There's money to be made. I mean, any any economist, any economist or, or you know, day trader or market trader, they're all going to say the same thing. Well, this is an opportunity. Make hay while the sun is shining. And if gaming becomes this rich NFT opportunity well that that it's it that's what people are gonna that's what people are gonna do imagine destiny trials with nft prestige flawless loot no cheating program will ever weather that storm that's the other thing you got to consider so there's the cheating programs i actually think it would basically be like the scalping bots the scalping bots that buy the playstation so no one can get them that's what would happen you would have people literally writing scripts and bots to comb over every game's marketplace. This game's got a microtransaction store. This game's got a microtransaction store. So these scripts would just gobble up every single one of those of those microtransactions that are also NFTs. They'd get gobbled up, and then the users, the actual gamers, would be like, I don't understand. Because the only way you're going to bring NFTs to video games is you can't have that item... In infinitely like right now if you go to the you know the does Final Fantasy have a microtransaction store I don't know if they do or not so you know Square Enix NFT announcement got the strongest response from Final Fantasy 14 members that were like oh my gosh don't do this there's a massive scandal around CSGO skins a few streamers were found to be using their platforms in predatory ways to make money from the skins oh yeah yeah we have so much to cover on our other channel. I hope you guys are still subbed over there. I got some good ones. Oh, do I got some good videos coming this week. Doc going after purple. Nade Shot calls out Activision over CDL. You got guys making millions by gambling and giving millions away over there on the platform. You got people comparing streaming over there to Squid Game. Uh, you got the, the DMCA problem hitting a fever pitch. You got Gordon Ramsay saying stuff. That, we got so many good videos hitting this week on our other channel. I hope you guys enjoy them. 
So, back to what I was saying. In order for a, a, a microtransaction item in a game to be an NFT, I don't think you could have an infinite amount of them. Right now, if you go into a microtransaction store, let's say you go into the Halo store and you want to buy a, a, a bling for your gun, they don't have a limited amount. Right? They don't have a limited amount. You can buy one on on Tuesday right before reset if you waited that long. NFTs, as far as I understand them, you wouldn't be able to have an infinite amount of them. Unless, of course, you have an infinite amount of them and every time you buy one, it, it adds it to the blockchain and creates... It creates a uh, random code attached to the item. So I have a purple robe and you have a purple robe, but the background code behind has been randomly generated so that my NFT is different than yours. And yet, the problem with that is it's attached to the same dadgum item in the game. So it's like, right now, if you go buy an NFT, you know, and it's a part of a blockchain, and it's like a really, really great, you know, artist rendition of Pikachu or something, okay? That that doesn't exist in like 18 other versions of the same dadgum picture along the blockchain with a little bit of a different code in the background. However, my understanding is you can do that. You can do that. So then, so then you're just driving the value of the items down then. So the only way the items would retain value is limited quantity. That's the only way. To add to that bot discussion, says Harry, have you ever heard about the Venezuelan bots in RuneScape? Millions of bot accounts plague that game because RuneScape gold is more valuable than their real-life currency. Really? Gee, many Christmas. That would make the value of the item worthless. The more you talk about it, the worse the idea is sounding. Trade is the only real currency. Right. That would be, that would, you, you would be, people would be trying to trade them, but the, the, the value of the item goes down if there's a, like, think of it this way, a really popular game like New World, okay, you had 700,000, 900,000 player peaks, and now you have like 115,000 player peaks, okay, so you got to imagine they're getting roughly two to two to two and a half million unique logins a week, let's say 100,000 people in that mix are buying lots of micros, if you have 100,000 people that all own the same robe in the game, but they're all unique, non-fungible tokens. They're all NFTs. Doesn't the value of each of those NFTs go down with every purchase that another person makes? Every time, if they just keep randomizing the background code of the token so that you can buy the robe that I have, that there's no limited quantity, that every single time that item gets bought, its value goes down because now more and more people have them. It, 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 that's the way the economy works in New World, right? The, the, if there's a surplus of an item, the the, va- the price of the item goes down because it's too easily gotten. Gotten? It's too easily purchased. So the, the, so the value goes down. So the only way these NFTs in a video game would retain any value would be you'd have to limit the quantity. And if you limit the quantity, then the scalper bots are going to come in and wreck the joint. Wouldn't game companies need to set up item trading too if NFTs got off the ground? No. This is where it gets interesting, Ashen. NFT trading would happen in an NFT marketplace because you would own a piece of a blockchain that has nothing to do with the game. Does that make sense? This is getting confusing. Okay, so basically... 
it let's just say again we'll keep using this as the example let's just say this is the this is the the a hat i bought this in a game this is a hat but the code in the background of it the stamp the the piece of the blockchain ledger isn't in the game it's it's basically like my certificate of ownership like yeah i own that hat and i also and it's attached to a part of a blockchain and then i can give you I can give you that NFT. Now, I don't know if that means in-game then you get the item. That's where it gets confusing because if I go to an NFT marketplace and I trade that to you, do you just get the NFT or do you get the NFT and the item in the game? Which would require synchronization between the NFT marketplace and the in-game. The in-game marketplace would have to connect in somehow. So when that auth- that NFT gets transferred to you, you have that certificate of authentication. You'd log into your game and you'd have the hat. They could do that. They don't need to have a limited, but an NFT is not always being made for a value. It can just be an in-game reward. You get the in-game reward. Right, so you would end a play session and you would just have a junk ton of them and you they would they would all have varying degrees of value from virtually not at all to potentially a little bit higher. That sounds absurd. <laughs> That's why people are like, dude, don't bring NFTs to gaming because the number one, no one even understands how it would work. It's all speculative right now. It is. It's brand new. It's baby it's it's baby technology in a, in a sense. Now, I think blockchain's been around for a while. However, NFTs as a concept is fairly new as something that you can buy and have and trade or whatever. I think it's possibly a smokescreen for Bitcoin mining using our PCs and consoles to lower their energy bills. Oh, I don't know about that. Are you going to be playing Dying Light when it comes out on February the 4th? I have no idea. That's not really a game that would fit our our purview, uh, our purview here. So. In a perfect world, only gamers using it great have a legitimate unique weapon, armor, whatever, but they're guaranteed Johnny Day Trader is going to invest in the game items and ruin it. That's exactly what will happen. Water, rain makes the ground wet, and if there's money to be made, brother, you better believe that that the games will be absolutely ravenously consumed in in a very mechanical way. If you guys are new and enjoying the conversation, do me a favor. Hit subscribe, hit the bell button. All throughout the week, we're doing talk shows like this. Video game news, gaming news, variety. I got New World this afternoon. We got a Halo event this week to cover. They made some changes. Uh, We've been covering Elden Ring, Ashes of Creation, just a whole host of variety coverage. Uh, Make sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. Do me a favor and smash the like button and then take our poll at the top of the chat there. Uh, 250 votes already just in 18 minutes. So get get your vote in. Do you think NFTs belong in video games? If you don't understand what an NFT is, I will try to make sense of it for you. You could watch the first eight minutes of this broadcast. I did my absolute best to break it down in more like layman's terms, and I hope it's a helpful video. I also talk about the potential pros and cons of bringing NFTs to games, most of them looking like cons and negatives to me. Cat with a renewal. It's a tier two. Thank you for that, Cat. Almost an entire year doing double dip as well. Very generous. Thank you for that. 11 months of membership. If you guys want to support the channel directly, you can become a member with the join button. My shirt comes from 80s Tees. Those are disc plates. You can use those commands to support me as well. 
Um, it's nine degrees outside. Oof. Plot twist. This is all driven by Microsoft and Sony to stop people buying up the components to Bitcoin farm so they can actually sell some consoles. <laughs> uh, what are NFTs? I'll try to give you a Cliff's Notes right now, Hellfire. So, the rise of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency requires a ledger system and a ledger system to ensure that it cannot be hacked because it is a digital currency, okay? So the way a ledger system works is, this is how they do it, to ensure that it is more uh, impervious to hacking uh, and corruption, this is how it works. If you own a part of that ledger, it's a part of what is called a blockchain, okay? So what they do is the code goes like this, and then the next part of the code goes like this. And you see how these two match? They each retain a portion of the other, and then they're unique. So it's almost like it's almost like they link on the identical code, and then they have their own, and then they link with the next, and the next does the same thing. It's like it retains the code, you know, or it matches the code of where it's locking in with. This is called blockchain, and so what it does is it creates a ledger, so as currency is being, you know, traded or moved, this ledger is your way of authenticating where the money is, and who's got it, and how much is moved, and all of that, and because it's blockchain technology, it's more impervious to corruption, hacking, or, uh, digital currency theft, or whatever. Okay? And, and, that what they started doing is, each of those pieces of the blockchain, you can have what is called an NFT, which is a non-fungible token. So you could own a part of that ledger, right, and a part of that blockchain, and it can be a picture. It can be digital artwork, right? And so, if you imagine, if digital artwork can be part of, an, part of a blockchain and be an NFT, be a non-fungible token, they could bring that into a video game. So you could buy a digital item, uh, you know, a hat in a video game, and it's it's actually attached to <clears throat> it's attached to a non-fungible token in a blockchain. So it's attached to a ledger. There's proof of ownership. There's proof that it's yours, and then that could be traded in an NFT marketplace. You could be like, oh hey, um, you know. Oh hey, well you know I I I'm I'm gonna trade this or whatever to you, and then oh okay I'll take it or whatever. NFTs are literally hyperlinks. You don't own anything. Well, and that's the that's the big question, right? Because there, how do you prove ownership? Couldn't somebody just copy that portion of 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 the blockchain or the picture or the video or whatever, and then they would claim ownership? I would imagine you can't do that because. Do you wouldn't you have a way of saying that it's yours? How's that work, Paul? Paul's one of the people that understand that, that's looked into this. Yeah, how do you how do you keep somebody from just taking it from you? Because they're not just hyperlinks. And I I am saying that they don't belong in games. By the way, you have a wallet. Okay, you have a wallet, and but does that have like a stamp? That's what I don't understand. If acquiring NFTs were tied to actual accomplishments in the game, what would that be? Would that be a viable way of implementing them in games? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the way that they would be implemented in video games is they would be it would be a, it would be a microtransaction. You would buy like a digital item, and then you when you bought that digital item, you would then have 
behind it that the the nft the token okay so paul just showed me okay this is my wallet address i own this okay if someone takes a picture of your family photo can they claim they're you you have to validate it on the blockchain the nft would be sent to this okay so that okay so wait but what if I don't understand what what prevents someone from seeing the NFT and it's just putting it in their wallet. I would link this wallet to different games. Is the blockchain viewable to the public? If the blockchain's viewable to the public, what prevents somebody from just saying, "I'm going to copy this and put it in my wallet"? That would essentially be theft, you know. How do you authenticate that like your you actually have that part of the blockchain in your wallet and no one else does does your wallet get stamped on that part of the blockchain yes okay so your the ledger of the blockchain links it to your wallet so your wallet is then validated on that so if somebody copied it it wouldn't have their wallet code this is insane to me. Blockchain is completely visible. The token is the identifier. It's completely unique. It's married to your wallet. Okay, okay, okay. So that makes sense to me. I was like, couldn't somebody just copy and paste it and be like, this is mine? <laughs> what? How does it become minted? Yeah, I don't know. Through a, through Probably through some marketplace, right? Where you go in and say that, I want that. I want to buy that part of the blockchain. They don't have access to your wallet to make the transfer and it's tracked on the blockchain who owns it minted is by the dev of the game okay don't the identifiers like don't they have identifiers like bitcoin uh you can sell for real bitcoin but who's going to want to buy a digital item for a game that's dead in a few years that was one of the things i brought up scott i was like well hang on a minute wouldn't that mean that like people are going to basically eviscerate the game in its first 12 months and then it'll be a dead marketplace a year later because the game shuts down right so it's like a pyramid scheme so the way the pyramid scheme works is you get like one guy convinces 10 guys to buy a set of knives and all they got to do is sell that set of knives and then they can buy more knives from him to sell to people, okay? So if those 10 people continue doing that for him, he makes a ton of money. And then those 10 people get 10 more people to do the same thing because that's how they make their money. They don't make money selling the knives. They make money convincing other people to do it. What ends up happening is there's always a bust because one or maybe two or three people at the top of the pyramid make most of the money because everything's been funneled to them and then everybody else ends up with a bunch of worthless items in their garage because they can't sell them so they have all these boxes of knives they can't do anything with they hold no real great value and they're not making any money off of them so my vision of this will be a ravenous consumption of all the NFTs in the game they'll get gobbled up They'll be held, so value goes up. They'll, you know, and then they'll be sold to to people that are that want them. You know, oh my gosh, they, oh, I, need, I, I need them all. I want them all. Whatever. They, they, now they could be sold under the guise of you can make money. These have lots of value. They could be sold under the guise of like, well, you're if you're a collector and you want all of them, right? And similar to the pyramid scheme, the people at the top that buy them all real quickly, they'll make all the money. 
and then everybody else will end up with a bunch of junk that they can't do anything with because a year to two years later if that game is dead then you have an nft linked to an item that that's value has plummeted now somebody might say well but couldn't that drive the value up since the game's no longer available and it's it's like a relic of that game it's all up to the it's 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 perceived by the market the market determines the value would the market want that would anybody want to pay for that nfts go way beyond games right now people are paying their mortgages with blockchain and nfts can be used to pass copyright holdings and deeds its future is bright i don't think that blockchain is the issue it's nfts and games that would be the issue like, I think that's where people need to understand. Blockchain is not a problem. Blockchain technology as a form of, you know, impenetrable le- digital ledger system is actually good technology. NFTs are currently being primarily just driven by, you know, the, the, the market. Do you think this has value? If it does, then you buy it. If you can convince somebody else it has value, you do the same thing. Rissick. Thank you so much, Rissick. Uh, says five months already. Thank you for five months of membership. Gaming tier three. That's so generous, Rissick. Welcome back. But with the knives, I can use them in my workplace. If I were to quit there, I would use them elsewhere. I can use them. Well, digit to comment, you're not really interacting with my analogy. I said a garage full of them. How many knives could you conceivably need? The more of you them you have, the less value they retain. And, again, my analogy is purely to show the early adopters make all the money and then everybody else doesn't really make any money. The early people that would gobble up the NFTs of a video game would make all the money and then as time goes on, there would I would imagine there would be a depreciating value of those items unless it's a game that's going for like a super long time. So if... You know, in the first six months of the game, you manage to go into an NFT marketplace and you snag some of these items. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to get some of these things. And then eight years later, the game's still cooking. I would imagine those NFTs would rise in value over time. But again, their value is tenuous because you got to find somebody willing to pay for them. Displays I got for Christmas are looking real hot if I do save my, so myself. Yeah, I put some in my kiddos' rooms because the Book of Boba Fett one's too dim. And you, you can't even see what it is when it's back there, so I gave it to my son. Question, says Dracus Pander. Would it be in the devs' interest to avoid this potential exploitation of the player experience? How could they safeguard against this exploitation? I, I, that's the thing. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because... Right now, I mean, every game struggles with this. There are bots in every game. So the Diablo 3 auction house ran through this, right? People's accounts were getting hacked. Bots were farming for items and then trying to sell them on the auction house. Why? Because you could make actual real money in the Diablo 3 auction house. It was a freaking nightmare. New World doesn't even have a way for you to make real money, and people still do it. They they farm, make new accounts, get the gold, dump it all to one guy, and then they try to sell the gold to people. There's literally a company that wants to advertise on my channel. It's a, it's a company that sells New World gold. I'm like, you know that's against TOS, right? You think I'm going to literally promote a company that's breaking the TOS of that game? RuneScape party hats as NFTs would be good, but that would be adding an NFT to an item as an extra security layer. Yeah, but if it's not, it's not just an extra security layer. It's a potential currency that retains that has value. 
I really do think taking one look at the CSGO skin market over the past seven years so it shows exactly why this wouldn't work. Yeah, I think that's a, that's we keep coming back to that. I think that's so important. I think the CS:GO skin market is a microcosm of what this would become. What what this would become? That's what this will become. Is is games getting treated like an investment opportunity? Dad, not good with eight months of membership. Welcome back, my friend. If you're new and you've never been here before, we welcome you in. I'm, I'm always open to hear different opinions, so make sure and hit subscribe if you want to talk in my chat. Make sure and take the poll at the top of the chat. We appreciate uh, a good turnout for this topic. I know it's a little bit different than other gaming topics that we cover. I have a New World uh, topic this afternoon for you. There's another New World exploit out there. Are they going to have to have increased security of games and have departments of people tasked with maintaining NFTs within games? And if so, how is that paid for? Increase in game price? Well... Here's the issue, Valiant. This was an issue that we ran into with the PlayStation 5s and the Xbox Series Xs. The company doesn't care who buys it. They just get they just care that it gets purchased. So, does that make sense? Like they didn't care. Now, some of these companies were doing what they could to stop the the scalpers because they knew, hey, if people lose confidence in coming to our store or our digital mar- or our online store to buy a PlayStation 5, that's not good for us long term. So, what would end up happening is, it, w- would the game company care? Would they care if there's some if there's some you know investment firm that gobbles up every NFT item of a video game? Does that company care? They got they got the money either way. Why companies would think that's a good idea? What do they gain from it? First time sales of NFTs or what? Well, what would end up happening, Light Leap, is it suddenly makes the microtransactions in their game far more appealing. Because now it's not just appealing to somebody who's a fan of the game, it's appealing to somebody who's a fan of investment opportunities. Yo, Nick coming in with the first new membership of the day. Thank you for doing that. Gaming Tier 1. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. We are inching towards 500 members. We're in like the 440s, so thank you. Any new member helps push us a little bit closer to that next milestone goal of membership. Appreciate that very much. Blockchain could theoretically be the beginning of new anti-cheat, anti-piracy code. I don't know about that. Wouldn't this cause conflict with systems like systems like EA's card packs? Not every gu- not every company would want to do it, Ashen. So if you're if yeah if you're if you're EA if you're EA and you've got you know your your card packs that are only valuable because because what they do is they create competitive a, a competitive tension. So you see, oh, this guy bought a bunch of card packs and he has a really good team. Now I'm going to do the same. NFTs wouldn't really square with that because again, NFTs drop in value if everybody's buying the same dadgum item. Double dipping, Team Dark Roast, keep up the good work. Silent Warrior with five months of subs, and he says Team Dark Roast. Who's going to be the first coffee order of the day? That's always the question in my mind. First coffee order, who's it going to be? We've had a couple people this morning already encourage you to get the Dark Roast. I understand the NFTs would be tied to a microtransaction. I thought it was about in-game loot. It would be essentially what it would be is 
you would buy the item in the game and then it would be it would be attached to a blockchain you would be like oh yeah I, I, this this transaction is attached to my digital wallet here's the authentic you know here's the proof of authenticity it's mine i own it in the game now if the if the nft marketplace or that blockchain is synced with your account you could then go into the marketplace and sell that item to somebody so you're like here here's the nft i've i've sent it to you okay and then and then this guy over here in the game, the item in the game also then goes if if they were synced in some way, which which what and this is where it gets interesting. If there is a game blockchain synchronization that happens where I sell you the NFT and you're like thank you so much, and then the game synchronization you also get the item in the game. What happens when that game goes down and is no longer available? Like what? Do you see what I'm saying? inevitably then the value of the item would plummet because if you try selling that that token to somebody it's not actually attached to anything anymore because the game is gone now the token itself would retain some value if there's a market for people that are like well I like collecting all of the tokens from that game or something but why would anybody do like why would anybody do that the game and the market would be synced to the wallet. If the game and the market sync to your wallet and the game ceases to exist, that automatically devalues every NFT attached to that game and that's a bust. That little micro market would bust. You you you're basically what you're doing is is you're suddenly devaluing that currency immediately. Like, oh, you know, the US dollar is going down or whatever. Yeah, imagine what happened to the to the to the US stock market if suddenly somebody was like Oh, um, uh, that company doesn't exist anymore. Like Tesla just ceases to exist. <laughs> what do you think would happen? All the people that own stock and shares of, of Tesla would be like, wait, what? <laughs> so do these have any value anymore? What, what just happened? That happens all the time, right? When, when some big company is found to be corrupt and they actually don't have uh, the, 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 the valuation of the company is false and they're faking people, they're faking investors uh, and they're corrupt and they declare bankruptcy. Well, that stock value busts and that causes massive harm to the market because all of a sudden you just have this, this, this plummeting, you know, plummeting stock value of one particular company. Well, that's what happened to all these NFTs. You'd have all these people that own NFTs. Let's just call the game, you know, Crystal Castle. And Crystal Castle is this big MMO, you know, RPG. And everybody's buying up NFTs in Crystal Castle. And in five years, if that game goes under or the developers go belly up, and then everybody holding NFTs would suddenly be like, they have, they suddenly have lost massive amounts of value. Now, they wouldn't immediately be valued at zero, but they certainly would have way less value because if your wallet synced to the game and the game ceases to exist, then that's a portion of the value, is it not? EA, for example, could have a coin. Each NFT could passively earn you said coin to use in other games to sell on the market. <clears throat> right, but... Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so so the, I love Crystal Castle. Great graphics. Only NFT that would be cool would be something for being one of the first thousand to complete the game or something. But even then, when the game dies, it's a dead item. And you could just easily make it something in the game and it does not need to be an NFT. 
I NFT or not, it does not matter. So why care if it's an NFT? Because of what NFTs would bring to gaming. It's less about like it's less about why would we care and what would it, what would it do to a game? If right now, look at the bot problem, currency problem, e- economic problems within the game of New World. So within the game of New World, what if there were NFTs in there? What in the frick do you think would be happening in that game? There would be a bot on every street corner. There would be a scammer in the global chat every second of the day. Why do you think this question is relevant? NFTs in games should obviously drive their value from the game itself. Y- yes. Which would then mean their value is incredibly tenuous. Like, okay, so right now, if you buy stock from a company, you are taking a risk. Let's say there's some new company that is investing in something that you think is going to be huge. And so you buy a thousand shares, it's a dollar a share, right? That company in the next four or five years could shut down, go belly up, and then all that stock value goes way down. And I think when that happens, they like don't you I think you get you potentially can get like a payout from the company or whatever, even if they file bankruptcy. I don't know exactly how that happens. But if that happens, you know you're taking a risk. That company could go belly up and the the, the dollar per share value could go down to like five cents. And then when that happens, you've you've lost you've lost a significant amount of money, okay? The same thing can happen to a video game. Do you really want a video game to be treated and look like a basically like a stock market where you buy an item in a game because it has it has potential value that grows over time and then the game gets shut down or the game doesn't get supported or think about it like this. Let's say they sell a bunch of purple robes in the first month and in the second month they sell a slightly better version of the purple robe undercutting the value of the nft that you bought in the first month well the company doesn't care they don't care if your nft drops in value because they don't make any money on it they make money on the next batch of microtransactions it's about devs potentially getting a ton of increased revenue from what would essentially be similar to a broker fees on each trade and purchase it's about making money on a single microtransaction for forever yeah if they continue to get money on the trade sure as an equity owner, if the company goes bankrupt, the owner's shareholders are absolute last to get reimbursed. Usually there's nothing left after debts are paid as much as possible. Right, so you know you're taking a risk if you dump a ton of money. into. If you play the stock market, you can get played. You you can. You can get played. We're watching Downton Abbey, and he, 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 he was told that after the war was over, railways were going to be booming, a booming industry, and so he invested heavily into a British railway company, and the American railway companies were doing far better, and so he lost his wife's fortune playing the stock market, okay? You, you, you take a risk, right, when you do that. The, the concern with NFTs coming to video games is that it would essentially turn video games into a digital stock market of you can gobble up and buy digital items in a game that could potentially have value and be traded on a marketplace. And thus, why would you have that in the game then if its value and its potential currency value and all that is external to the game and the, and, and, and essentially played by people who don't even care about the game. They're playing the market, but they're not playing the game. Does that make sense? Here's the problem with your thinking. Would you choose not to buy a cool cosmetic item because you're worried that the game will die in two years' time? 
No, no, I, no, 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 no. That's that's good pushback. I'm safer. Let me make my point a little bit clearer. It's not about gamers suddenly being like, oh, well, I don't want to support this because the game might die. It's about NFTs are more than a cosmetic item. It is essentially a form of currency that can then be traded for more or less, and the value of it is determined by the marketplace. And that value is incredibly tenuous and volatile, and so what people would do is, as I said, they would play the game like a market. And you don't want, do you want that in your game? Do you want your cosmetic shop to basically be like some digital stock market for some dumb firm in California to eviscerate? Because more than likely, they'd have to limit the quantity of the items. That's what, that's what Harry said happens with CSGO. They get gobbled up by some millionaire and they hold the CSGO skin so no one else can get them, and then the value goes up. So it's essentially an, in, an, an investment in the game, but they're not actually playing the game. Does that make sense? The real debate of how it's implemented, uh, it's CJ's provided a lot of good or awful bloat. Uh, this is a great conversation because I love NFT and crypto tech, but the potential implementations in gaming just seems awful. Really interesting to look at it from both sides. Yeah, this is actually a really, I, I, uh, this is an enjoyable conversation. I wasn't sure if I was, I was going to be able to jump on the landscape, but I literally researched this last night. <laughs> I researched this last night. <laughs> if the NFTs provide a fee on every transaction to the original NFT creator, there would be a great incentive to carry over the NFT value to sequels or things like merchandise rewards to play devil's advocate that's a well-made point so the company would have a vested interest in maintaining the nft's value okay so the consumer can buy with a certain amount of confidence knowing that like okay they they get if they get a fee on every time this thing moves around they're making billions instead of millions and they're gonna want it they're gonna want you to be able to take it they're gonna want it to be like transferable to a new game essentially I don't want my devs worried about how to increase NFT sales and trades in the game. Right. <clears throat> Remember the real money auction house in Diablo 3? I've mentioned that multiple times this morning, Dylan. Yes. What if the NFT is just the icing on the cake? If things remain the same, but each purchase comes with an NFT on top of it, what you get now? Yeah, but you're acting like this wouldn't create a massive interest for outside sources to come and just eviscerate these games. Think of it like this. The NFT is not the problem, says Brutal. The problem would be the potential huge influx of bot players shifting the landscape of a game. That's exactly right. So, in a, in a pure world, you would buy the item, and it would have some value outside of the game, because it costs money, and not everybody wants to buy the item. Let's say you buy a skin. Imagine, let's just go to Fortnite. This is a little bit easier to understand if we use a game that exists. Let's say you go to Fortnite, and they have like a tw- they have like a thirty dollar Mandalorian skin, and it's gold and awesome and super sick. And when you buy it for thirty dollars, it's attached to an NFT. Understandably, because it's thirty dollars, it would retain value of about thirty dollars in an NFT marketplace. And if the skin's limited time, the value of that skin would go up every month that passed because people that missed out, people that didn't have the money, or or people that weren't aware, or whatever, 
would then be like driven to the NFT marketplace to say, hey, I didn't get the gold Mandalorian skin. So you could then turn around and sell it for $40 and make money. Here is where it wouldn't work that way, okay? Because what would happen is NFT trading firms would crop up and what they would do is they would flood a game like Fortnite and they would buy mass quantities of the limited time skins hoping to sell them for a profit. Now, if you don't limit how many of those skins can be sold, if they can be sold indefinitely in a, in a window of time, so let's say it's available for seven days, and in that span of seven days, these, these NFT investment firms buy a million. Well, the value of those NFTs go down every time it gets purchased in mass quantity because now it's so readily available, no one's going to be willing to spend $30 for it in a couple of weeks. Why? It'd be a race to the bottom on price. You would have a surplus and be like, well, the only way we're going to get rid of these stupid skins is, is to sell them for less than market value. So what would end up happening is anybody who wasn't a part of some NFT investment firm that bought that item, it immediately depreciates in value because the investment firms are, are just gobbling them up in large quantities. So what would essentially happen is, no, the player wouldn't benefit because the player would be buying an item that is immediately devalued by the quantity of purchases from all these other companies that are that are like trying to make a buck. Let's imagine they do it another way. Let's imagine they say, we are only going to sell 200,000 of the of the gold mando skins there's going to be 200,000 that we're going to sell and as soon as we hit 200,000 it's gone the same dadgum thing would happen but the reverse would be true the, the these little nft investment firms would gobble up all 200,000 of those stupid skins they'd have scripts and bots set up ready to go buy them all up and then in six months, they could sell them for a, just an absolute boatload of cash because there'd, all be, there'd be these money, like these, these grubby little kids that are like, I got to have the gold Mando. And they'd spend $100 per skin instead of 30 And these guys would make an absolute killing. Therefore, it would corrupt the marketplace. People wouldn't even be able to buy the stupid skin. They'd be like, this is so dumb. Just like PlayStation 5s with, um, with the scalpers. It would be the same. It would be the same idea. What if you're just buying the item and the NFT is just icing on the cake and it may or may not have future value? Sure. Sure, Valiant. Yeah. I got news for you. They're not going to do that. I wouldn't think. If, if you want... Because what the companies would do is they would, they would run simulations and speculations and they would do market research and they would know that the only way these items are going to be, are going to work as a high demand NFT is you got to limit the quantity and if you limit the quantity it's not icing on the top of the cake because nobody can buy the dadgum cake what incentive does the company have to just infinitely make them what what incentive you would think they'd want to limit the quantity I, maybe i'm wrong maybe they wouldn't maybe they're like no Everything in the NFT landscape will be scalped. Servers are down, then the actual players get it uh, and can get the skin. Lono, if in that example, an NFT firm becomes a secondhand marketplace for video game skins outside the control and the protection of the developer, it would be controlled by the people who don't care about the game. That's exactly right. 
Crypto is not even currency. They do not have stable value. They're not a medium of exchange to get purely valued on sentiment. When your grandparents are asking um, you if they should buy crypto, run. The more they print, the less value they have. That's exactly the point, Atomic T. That's exactly the point that I'm making. If they just infinitely sell the gold Mando skin, its value goes down. And if they... Oh, this is getting good. If they have a vested interest... As we brought up a little bit ago, right? Somebody said, well, they could get a fee every time that item is traded, which would mean they would want the item to have value in perpetuity, whether you use it in the sequel, the next game, or whatever. So they have a vested interest in protecting the value of the NFT, which would mean they're going to limit the quantity of the items. Therefore, they retain better value and they're traded more often and they make more money. This is absolutely the danger that the developers would say and see if we limit the quantity of the items they retain a greater value and if they retain a greater value they're traded more often and if they're traded more often we make more money on them in perpetuity instead of just the one time sale sounds like we're talking about the US dollar (laughs) yeah fiat money just keep printing more money ultimately it seems like a way to just bleed whales even more yeah no one here has obviously uh, priced lumber in the last two years. Technically, all NFTs are different. Technically, Leo, yes, but if it's attached to an item in the game and that item in the game is identical, think about it like that, Leo. Underneath the surface, sure, the token is unique, but if the item, if, 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 the, if the representation in the game is identical, the value of every single one of those NFTs goes down with every sale. So if you sell 2 million or 200,000, the 200,000 would have significantly greater value because there'd be less of them in the marketplace. If there's 2 million, then no one's going to care. There's too many of them. Surplus drives down value. Why do you think the government buys milk from (laughs) from farmers? Because there's too much of it. And the surplus drives down value, and so they can't sell it. They can't give it away. But it has to be purchased. And then it floods the schools and stuff. They put it in the school systems. Uh, Does that mean that devs can cash in on a skin, give a limited time event, but not really limited time because their secondhand market gives them money in future purchases? That's exactly right. That's one thing that artists are doing at the moment. They are NFTing their art and writing in the contract that they get a fee every time it is bought. The first buyer doesn't care and buys it, and then anytime the NFT is traded, they profit. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. NFTs in games should be tied to actual challenges, such as first 200,000 people to complete a raid. They have no interest in that. They don't make money off that. What happens when a game releases a skin to avoid FOMO? So a company bought millions over the seven days, and they sit on them to resell them, but then the company sells them at a discount one year later. I miss government cheese. At max, you could have 2,000 of a single item and there would be a large install base. I don't think every item sold will be an NFT. It'll be akin to art, but less unique. So say a special release of 1,000 NFT units, the remaining millions of some uh, items sold will not be NFT attached. Red Rocket, we have no idea what this is going to look like. It hasn't been implemented yet. This is We're all speculating. We are all speculating how it could be implemented and how it could be 
horrible for games and really good for like investment firms like NFT investment firms that would no doubt crop up and beyond that you would also have you would also have the game companies making tons of money because if they're making a fee on every trade then they're making money on the skin in perpetuity instead of just one time do they still do the plastic milk pouches you have to jab a straw into yeah I don't know I don't think everyone's... Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're purely speculating. So if you're new and you're tuning in, Square Enix NFT announcement got a lot of outrage. We're talking about why people are so worried about NFTs in video games. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button if you're enjoying the conversation. Jump in the chat. Take our poll at the top of the chat. Uh, we're about an hour in and almost 500 votes. Do you think NFTs should be in video games? Go ahead and smash that like button. Um, big turnout today. So thank you everybody for being here. Random question, Sekiro on Friday? Yes, yeah, more Sekiro on Friday. Yep, this last week was great, and then the last, the last like, 20 minutes is just, a, is just pure rage. The only people that want NFTs in games are the crypto speculators that are just excited about another volatile market to trade in. Right, right. It's going to look like the Diablo auction house. That's exactly what I was saying, uh, Damage Incorporated. It's like, the minute people can make real money... Hey, 10 minutes ago, somebody ordered some coffee, a dark roast, and a Frickmas blend to Coyote. First coffee sale of the day. Who's going to be number two? Thank you, sir. What can be successfully NFT'd in games that would be profitable? I can only think of skins because achievements. Uh, who else? Who else cares the player who, uh, but the player who did it? Right, right, right. Maybe world records. You have to understand something. An NFT would be put into the game as a form of monetization. It would be put into the game as a form of monetization, a way to make money. It wouldn't be put into the game to benefit the player. That's the thing people don't understand. If game companies decide to put NFTs in their game, if you think they're doing it for you, listen, I know I can be pretty pro-corporation, pro-dev, and I'm like, I want them to make a ton of money. Yeah, I do, but I also want them to make video games, not trade markets. Like, there's a giant difference between the two. Anyone who considers themselves an actual gamer should be 100% against NFTs in gaming. End of story. This will start to ruin games even more than what microtransactions and loot boxes already have. I think EA, for example, says Leo, could have a closed marketplace for all their games that is highly centralized. Yes, and it would be played like a market, though. That's the problem. (laughs) Look at what CSGO has going on with their skins. It's play. There are people with lots of money playing it like it's a market. I don't think you want that to be happening in your video games because, listen, companies, companies follow the 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 trends if the trends are profitable and if this becomes a profitable trend in games then so many games will try to do it and then you won't have games you'll have the shell of a game and a stupid trade market attached to it all these chintzy little kitty games with weird character and weird artwork well they'll be freaking everywhere and all their they'll be basically treated they'll be treated like a like a trade market They won't be treated like a video game. It'll be a way for people to come and make money, like the CSGO skins. Kids spend thousands uh, betting for nice skins in CSGO. Right. In a few more years, we'll be saying, you know, the NFT team is separate from the gameplay team, right? (laughs) Uh, You only need a few whales to make it profitable. When a CEO is excited about the metaverse... 
be scared. They want you to pay thousands for nothing. The CEOs want a larger piece of the pie. Certain stickers in CSGO sell for 50000 a pop. That's just insane. Who could possibly think that the gaming industry does anything to give the player value at this point? It's obvious gaming is completely profit-driven at this point. I think that is a, a huge overstatement, Greg. I don't think that that's true at all. I think there are significant strides being made in game quality, ongoing, and substance, and 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 the the quality of the games has gone up. We are in the golden age of gaming right now. Don't kid yourself. The multiplayer games, the single player games, the ongoing games right now are better than they've ever been. Go go back in time ten years. And then you'll come back here begging to play the games of today, okay? You would beg me to let you play the games of today. Go ahead, limit yourself. Limit yourself. Go back and only play games 2012 and before, and you will quickly see that games have come very, very far. I I don't think that that game quality is going down and, oh, all these companies care about is profit. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Just a little teeny economic secret. That, that, that you should be aware of. Every company cares primarily about profit. Every company. That, that, that's, that's an axiom that will never be false. Companies that don't care about profit aren't companies for very long. <laughs> there are passion-driven developers out there, but I don't trust AAA Studios a bit. It's not about trust. It's not about that. It's about, are they creating a product that, that is worth engaging with, right? That's what it comes down to. It's not a matter of trust. Of course they're profit-driven. Like, if you want to talk about, okay, talk about appliances for a little bit. My parents bought appliances that never broke. From the time that they had the, 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 the microwave in our in our kitchen to the time that I like moved out, the dadgum thing never it, it was it was it was it was really, really amazing. Why? Because it was done in an era where where obsolescence, planned obsolescence wasn't as common. Now there's planned obsolescence and then there is um, there is intrinsic obsolescence because a lot of these companies to maintain their profit margins and to maintain their competitive nature in the appliance world they have to use cheaper parts and cheaper labor and that what what that essentially does is it creates intrinsic obsolescence so the toasters and the microwaves that we're buying are being made with cheaper parts and cheaper labor to to to, to basically stay competitive in in the marketplace an aggressive marketplace that generally drives prices down through competition because there's multiple companies and if this company outsources to some other country and they use really really cheap parts so they can sell their refrigerator for $500 less than you you got to figure out a way to get your per unit cost down one on production lines and so what ends up happening is then you start using cheaper parts and labor as well and so the obsolescence of appliances continues to to trend downward because of this okay now some appliances are having an upswing in how long they last because technology is catching up and they're able to make a better product that that ends up actually do that ends up actually lasting a longer time so if you think about that in the realm of of uh, of gaming gaming quality has actually gone up over time 
even though to stay competitive in the marketplace, they're having to bake in things that we don't like. Microtransactions, DLCs, right? Vanity items being sold for money. These all seem foreign and terrible and awful. Like, this isn't pure. This isn't what gaming is supposed to be about. But it's the same, it's the same thing as the refrigerator company saying, the only way we're going to stay competitive in the current market is using cheaper parts and labor. Labor, And the development companies are saying, the only way we're going to stay competitive in the market, given the cost and the scope and the size of games and the budgets and the project size, we have to bake things in that will be less, you know, less appealing, okay? And so you could look at the market of appliances and say that like, oh, we're living in an age of like just garbage appliances and they all have baked in obsolescence or da-da-da-da-da-da. But it would be a misunderstanding of like the fact that, well, sure, it has baked in obsolescence, but you can also buy a refrigerator for $1,000 or $700 instead of buying it for $5,000 because they're doing they're doing everything they can to keep the prices down. So... You can buy a video game for 60 bucks and it has baked in micros. Instead of having to buy a video game for $150, you're buying it for the market value that it had in the 80s and the 90s, which is insane. So I don't buy this, this, oh, these companies are just money hungry and I don't trust them. Well, no, it's a matter of, are they making a product that's worthy of my purchase? And is the price at a threshold that is competitively driven and therefore not really on the company it's more on me to say oh is it is this worth is this worth me spending money on game prices haven't changed in years despite inflation sony and square enix are the only companies pushing the 70 dollars price point right so i'm not defending nfts by the way i'm just pushing back on the idea that like oh all these dev companies and publishers are purely profit driven and they don't care about games anymore and games just continue to come out and are terrible and they suck and blah 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 my concern is that's just so hyperbolic and not representative of the gaming market right now i truly believe we are living in the best era of gaming that has ever existed it just seems like we've been getting less and less by paying more Nowadays, we get a shell of a game that doesn't even feel like a complete game until right before the sequel launches. Again, I think you have to run to um, edge cases to, to prove that point. I don't think you can look at the lion's share of the gaming uh, the gaming industry and say that. I think you can go to edge cases. You can be like, well, look at Battlefield and look at Call of Duty and, and look at these games that launch and are just, they're awful and they're shell of a game. Okay, well, look at the fact that every week you know, a, a really good indie releases. Look at the big, good single-player games that are coming. Look at the award-winning games we got last year. Look at Returnal. Look at Ratchet and Clank. Look at, uh, even if I, even though I didn't like Deathloop. Uh, you know, look at all these games that are launching that are absolutely stellar. I mean, there's so many good games that came out. Look at the, look at the amazing remasters. Look at the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Look at the Death Stranding Director's Cut. Look at the, look at the love being poured into, you know, these already existing games. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I think you have to run to edge cases to act like, oh, the entire gaming industry is like closing in on itself and it's all profit driven and game quality is going down. I don't know what the frick games you're playing, but the games I'm playing are almost existential experiences because they're so unbelievably beautiful looking like Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. I've never, ever in my life played games like that. Last year, I, I, but before last year, I had never played games at that caliber. Never had played a game at that caliber. Unbelievable. Just beautiful, amazing, technologically advanced, complete, awesome, super ambitious, creative games. Maybe it's just the games that I play, but for me, I've been feeling shafted. 
there are certainly AAA franchises that are very copy pasta, right? And it, it it's sure. You see, was his timeline recently? Mama is crypto broing out a little bit. I, I, what's, what are you talking about? Fwiz, the, the YouTube guy? Um, is he interacting with Mama Max or whatever? Not everyone wants to monetize gaming experiences the same way. Some creators would tell you that they get burned out gaming, feeling they need to play this, the same games as succeeds. P2E opens up the entirely new class of creators who engage deeply in the economies it offers. So somebody's talking about NFTs had a new layer of value, digital ownership that didn't exist as a credible way before. And he says, to me, this is the most critical component. We are increasingly spending more in digital worlds and environments. This is going to cause us to care far more about credible digital ownership, which in, uh, which in gaming we do not have. I, I mean, he says there are some things that gamers are significantly underestimating about the value Web3 based games will provide to them as a user governance, genuine ownership, utility, significant monetary in- incentives. I mean, I'm not necessarily in a position to disagree with anything Fwiz is saying. I, you know, I, I, I'm not in a position to disagree with anything he's saying. It is, those are all true things. But that doesn't mean that all the bad stuff won't automatically happen. If you consistently feel shafted by the games you're playing, maybe you're playing the wrong games. That's Yeah, that's very possible. Oh, come on. There's one in there. Ratchet and Clank uh, tells Pixar, hey, look over here. Right, right. Ready Player One, here we come. Right, like, I think, I think that's the thing that people might be missing here is that this is a, this is a concept. Oh my gosh, this is huge. This is, this is huge. This is a this is a moment in history because we are basically on the precipice of the next level of technological integration into your regular life. We've talked about this recently how we as human beings have so I believe we have overly integrated with technology to the point that we don't discern or see a difference between our existence on Twitter and Facebook and our existence in real life and this is causing lots of bad things it's causing uh, it, I believe it's blunting our ability to have empathy for others because we're interacting with them in a technological mechanical way so we're becoming mechanistic in our expression of emotions we express our emotions online in a very binary way it's either a zero or a one I either am obsessed with you and love your content or I hate you and hope you suffer we, we're, we're losing the ability to have empathy and sympathy for others because we have so heavily integrated with technology that it's hurting our ability to have empathy. It's Some of it's from empathy overload. Everybody's got a cause. Everybody's trying to make us feel bad. There's horrific things in the news, right? Like empathy overload. We're, we're, we're getting too much. And it's also a mechanistic way of interacting. Like or dislike. Hate or love. You're either red or you're blue, Okay. Now, if you take if you take digital or technological integration to the next level, which would then mean you have like a digital 
a, 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 a digital landscape of ownership and items and plots of land in games that's a whole nother level of technological integration with the human psyche that is just fraught with danger there is there is there is so much there that could be we we're, if we if we're not I don't think that the human psyche, I don't think, and, and, and human development from, from ages two and up, I don't think it's in a great spot right now. I think we're trending toward really, really unhealthy patterns in human behavior and human uh, psychological challenges and problems. And I think the further that we the further that we integrate with technology, the more those risks will flesh themselves out. What do you think will happen to people? that integrates so heavily into the idea of governance and ownership over digital items in games what do you think happens if those that game goes away if those items essentially dissolve okay if that person's so heavily integrated into that technology they will feel like a part of them a part of their identity gets destroyed this would be devastating and potentially very it could it could be tragic and fatal to a person's sense of self and view of self it could be fatal to their well-being because they would feel like they have no purpose anymore they have no meaning because their digital world got destroyed and they are so heavily integrated into that digital world that that's where all their value and meaning comes from we are we are on i'm telling you right now i'm not being like apocalyptic or like doomsday i i I think we are on and you should approach all of these things with caution because we are on the precipice of 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 integrating with technology in a way that has that's that's unprecedented. Now think of it this way: the way that we have integrated with social media, Twitter, Facebook, I would even say live streaming, YouTube, and all this. The way we've integrated with, integrated with it, it has sort of happened slowly. It's it's not it's it's like it's like the old it's like the thing I say often you boil the, the frog slowly in the water. If you try to throw a frog in boiling water, he's just going to jump out. But if you put a frog in water and you slowly raise the temperature, it boils him and he doesn't know what's happening. He just sits in there and lets it happen. That's essentially how we integrated with Facebook and Twitter. We integrated with Facebook and Twitter in a very slow, unseen way. It wasn't something that was like put in front of you like, "Hey, come integrate with this it just slowly wove into your daily life you check facebook you check twitter you check your phone you 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 want to know what's happening what what's the goings on right do so you pull your phone out and you do your you do your doom scrolling or you do your 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 gossip scrolling or whatever the frick and so it's slowly integrated into your life however in this in this scenario People are going to be offered the idea and sold a philosophy of technological integration that is that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist right now. It's going to be a brand new concept: the metaverse, the the you know the 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 digital ownership and governance of items through you know through NFTs and all this. Um, you know, it, it's. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to me, it seems to me to be, I think, obviously, it seems cool and new and fresh and potentially very awesome, but it could also just be absolutely dangerous and and harmful, you know, in, in a pretty significant way. 
If you're new and you want to know what NFTs are, Square Enix's NFT announcement was met with a lot of outrage. Uh, you know, how are NFTs going to be implemented into games? Feel free to hit subscribe, ask questions in the chat. We'll do our best to make sense of this for you. The first eight minutes of this broadcast, I did my quick, you know, too long, didn't read Cliff's Notes flyover, trying to encapsulate the situation and make it make sense to people. Um, and, and how it could come to games. There are potential good things that could come from it coming to games, but I think there's far more bad things that could come that would make me, and I believe many others, very cautious about this. And so the poll at the top of the chat, make sure and take that. Do you think NFTs should come to games? Harry says, uh, Elon Musk described humans as cyborgs already. He said, we are already part computer, but the rate of information is just much slower uh, as we have to manually look it up. Right. Right. Well, and, you know... here's where it gets really dangerous Harry as the way that we've integrated the way that we've integrated with technology what happens to a program if you feed it junk junk code and bad code what happens well the, the program doesn't work well it'll malfunction it will it will it will you, you and, and think about it like this you could manipulate what a program does by feeding it particular types of b- particular types of uh, bad information and so that's the real danger and this is where we get into the whole the age of misinformation if if I if I feed you bad information and you've integrated with technology in a way that makes you trust that information because of the way you're receiving it, I can corrupt your 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 your, your data files, your programming. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be like <laughs> wacky tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist here, but think about that from this perspective. You can feed people junk information, and if you do it in the right way, they just plug it in. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, and they just plug it in their brain, and then they're now corrupted in their thinking because they've been fed misinformation or bad information. Facebook moms are DDoSing our brains with all their conspiracies. Right. Why wouldn't you want ownership of a god-rolled weapon that you might find? That's what I like about NFTs in gaming. Well, and here's the thing. That's how that's how they're going to sell you on it. That's how they're going to sell you on it. Don't don't make no mistake here. The first game that comes out and tries to sell you on the idea of NFTs in games, you don't want to know what they're going to do. They're going to sell you on the idea of like, well, this will be a way for you to maintain ownership of all the items in the game. They're going to make it sound good. They're not going to come out here and, and, and make it sound bad. If you say Square Enix, you have to see the potential for continued profits creating NFTs where you get a percentage every time the NFT sells. Oh, yes. That's why they're looking into it. They're, they're like, wait, so we would make money on the initial sell of the skin and we would make more money on the sale every time it gets sold again. Look at what's happened to the boomers. They've been programmed their whole life that the news media is accurate and reliable and that programming was abused. Right, exactly, Eugene. So they all they all just they all get corrupted in their data and they don't know it's happened because they they were it would I could do that. You could do that to your kids. It would be monstrous. It would be so 
monstrous to do this to your children, but I could do it to my kids right now. I could go upstairs because they trust me. And I could go upstairs and I could tell them that there is a thousand lions loose in the city and we have to stay home. We have to stay in the basement. We can't go outside or they'll get you, right? I could convince them of anything. Why? Well, they trust me. There's a trust relationship there. And so I could fill their head with a bunch of junk information and make them be like, oh no, if you ever see somebody wearing a yellow hat, you know, they're a they're an alien and they're going to try and steal you. And so they would have, they would develop this obsession and this fear of somebody wearing a yellow hat. Why? Because I put that junk in their mind. I, I could, I could 100% jack their brains up with, with bad information, right? It wouldn't be hard. They're, they're kids. They're impressionable, right? You, you can, kids get convinced every year that there's a guy in a red suit that flies around the world and gives them presents. Like it's not hard to convince children of things. And if it's a trusted, if it's a trusted source, and that's essentially what has happened in the age of misinformation is a trusted source says X, Y, Z. And you're like, oh, well, I saw a report. I saw this or blah, blah, blah. And then you believe something that isn't true. And that our integration, our integration with technology has led to like, it, 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 it it has led to a lot of junk data being sh- put in people's heads shoved into people's brains they don't they don't really know what's happening and so certainly certainly the metaverse and that level of integration with technology is just another way uh, is just another way to it's a, it's a potential another way for the human psyche to interact with technology in a way that allow it to be uh, either damaged hijacked harmed ruined whatever you just blew up Santa for like 40 people's kids that were in the room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. All these, all these people are like, oh, don't you were, uh, I say safe for work. I don't say family friendly. I'm safe for work. <laughs> it's not my fault if your kids were in the room and just realized that you've been lying to them. You know. <laughs> I never understood that anyway. Why is it fun to convince your kids that Somebody else got, gave them something that you spent your hard-earned money on. That I've I've never understood that. I've never understood that. <laughs> uh. Safe for work, my butt. Safe for work, but not safe for kindergarten. That's exactly right. <laughs> what well, has been introduced by Ubisoft? and these other publishers is they want decentralization which is the actual strength of blockchain the publishers will own everything uh, from end to end (laughs) Lono out here judging parents I'm not judging you I just don't understand if I was busting my hump at, at you know going into some job every day that was tough and saving my pennies to buy my kids something the last thing I'm gonna do is give credit to some mythical person that's like that's so weird to me I get it. I understand. I do. Like, the tradition and all that. But what the world? Wouldn't you want to be like, No, I got that for you, Billy. Jiminy. I was working doubles all dadgum month. So you could have that thing. He's like, Thanks, Santa. Like, what the... F- <laughs> it's... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Is it, we're not going to turn an NFT stream into a rant against Santa. We're not going to. I promise. <laughs> uh, 
We only give one present from Santa to our kids every year. I, no, I've seen people do that, Deadly Dad Gaming. I've seen people do that. That's I, I'm not. I'm not that serious about this. I'm not. I promise, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not this serious about Santa. Santa Claus. I'm not. I'm not that serious about it. I promise. <laughs> Uh, it teaches it's sometimes good to lie yeah 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 my kid may only be one experience for second Christmas uh, we make sure that the expensive presents are from mom and dad and the cheaper ones are from Santa yeah they're like Santa's a real cheapskate <laughs> he's a real cheapskate mom and dad got me a TV and a, an Xbox and Santa got me a pack of gum what a jerk <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, Logic says I give I give Santa some credit, but I take credit for the best gifts. See, you're, that's this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. You can manipulate their little brains so easily. They're gonna they're that what they do. What you're basically doing is is you're you're teaching your kids that you're better than a mythical being. Like that is that is great programming. You know, they think well, my mom and dad, they're better than that, you know, mythical hero. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's good brainwashing. Reaper with 10 months. Happy New Year, brother. Future's bright. Thank you, sir, for 10 whole months of subs. Well, 10 whole months of membership. Your kids will go to school and tell everyone Santa's not real. <laughs> as, a, as a parent that didn't do Santa in the Easter Bunny, I can tell you it comes with issues. Yeah, your kids just go blow it up. That's right. In other news, mid-tier streamer Santa Rage rebuilds his career after being canceled, only to throw it all away by outing himself as a Santa denier. <laughs> I know. I need all these gossip columns that talk about streamers to, to, to cover me. Come on. Like, I'm over here really really saying outlandish things, you know? <laughs> the, the funniest thing in those gossip columns is they're like, Pokimane, you know, says, makes a snide remark to so-and-so. And I'm like, that's an article? Really? <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do next? Like, somebody farted on stream? and you're, Is that an article? Oh... That's the way to do it. It's better to tell their classmates that their parents bought them the expensive things and not tell them that Santa's basically Santa likes them more than the other kids. <laughs> Be like, I don't know. Tell Tommy that you behaved better this year. Maybe that's why he got a bunch of crummy presents. You know, <laughs> maybe if maybe maybe if his dad wasn't a bum, honey, stop it. No, I mean it. You you go ahead. You tell Tommy that's why he didn't get a lot of good presents this year. His dad's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Zinthos with five months love the content keep it up thank you thank you welcome back welcome back if you guys are just tuning in we are trying to make sense of NFTs non-fungible tokens and how they might be implemented in video games and why you, you probably don't want them in video games even though people are talking about how great they'll be um, they will have to be they'll have to be so so well, I don't even know. Restricted. Um, <laughs> somebody, what is this? Are you interested in making more money? Add instant revenue to your website with this thing. Uh-huh. See ya. I haven't heard anyone bring uh, NFT items needed to be balanced or adjusted. They won't all be cosmetic. What happens when you nerf my NFT? Oh, I mean, we haven't even talked about that, Robert. Right. 
This is how I talked about it in a different way, Robert, but what you bring up is really good. This is what I said. Let's say you buy a purple robe and it's attached to an NFT, has a certain amount of value, has a certain amount of value in the NFT trade market. And then a couple months later, they release a better, cooler purple version. It's a more purpley version of the robe. It's a little bit more purpley, right? Well, that inevitably means you got to buy the new one and then the old one has lost some of its value. Because you're over, you if you oversaturate the market with cosmetics that are similar and samey, you drive those down. Now somebody said they have a vested interest in protecting and protecting and maintaining the value of the NFT because every time it gets traded, they would get money from that. So it would actually be in their best interest to not do that. You bring in a whole other element. Well, what about a gun? What, what, what about a gun? I found a really rare gun with a really rare perk on it, and it's got a ton of value in the NFT market. It's an item. It's got a blessed part of the blockchain, uh, and then they nerf the gun or they nerf the perk. Right? Like, do you see what I'm saying? That's another aspect of it. Can you just go over why selling in-game pay-to-win loot for real money on an NFT market would ruin a looter shooter uh, in a second? Because apparently people think that would be good. Right, like essentially being able to go buy power in a looter shooter. That's exactly right, Harry. You want to talk about corrupting a game super duper quick. Uh, let's see. I would like all of the best weapons. And they go to the NFT marketplace and they just buy them all, right? Orange Cat says sweet shirt. Thank you. It's another one from 80s Tees. Be sure to use uh, use the code LONO if you go over there. Can Lono make NFTs out of the words he makes up? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. Yes. Can I say something? Halo Infinite Jackals can suck it. I don't, what, what's that? What are Halo Infinite Jackals? Um, the idea of selling your digital copy of a game is interesting. Do people really think the stores and platforms will allow it? And number two, how do you value a used copy of a non-degradable item? Right, like, how do you, what do you, okay, I got a used copy of, uh, yeah, yeah, you download a digital version of the game, and it is an NFT as well, and then I, and then you could sell it, but what would you sell it for? Well, I'd sell it for less money, why? Well, I'd get some of my money, my money back, you think that, you think that the store, the, the, the digital store outlets are going to allow that? Why would they allow that? Unless they make money on the trade, but even if they make money on the trade, it would be better to force all persons to buy directly from them. Right? Unless they run a simulation or a market research on it and they say, well, no, actually, that game would be potentially traded, you know, X number of times and we'd get X number of dollars from all those trades as opposed to people buying the game for one time i just don't know they're a sniper class covenant oh 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 they're snipers got it got it got it got it even their mothers don't like sniper jackals (laughs) sorry for the old man question but are nfts for real or a passing fad nfts some people have said they'll get the tech the technology will come in it'll get regulated and then they will cease to exist how they exist right now but the technology underneath nfts is solid it's blockchain it's a solid digital ledger system that creates uh less corruptible impenetrable data for cryptocurrencies and digital currency transfers so the actual blockchain ledger technology underneath is good and will and is being implemented in banks and everything else now that mean the the, the the blockchain ledger technology being used 
with NFTs is is a is an execution of the technology that doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to stick. Ashen Hollow with five months. So you're saying my completion achievement for Dark Souls three now has value with NFTs? Eugene, we're rich. <laughs> Steam Crow says, this reminds me a lot of the real money auction house from Diablo 3. Spoiler alert, that kills design philosophy for chasing loot in Diablo. And it leads to corruption, account hacking, and bots. Yeah, we brought in that. That's Diablo 3 auction house. I think I brought that up in the first eight minutes of today's stream. I was like, this has happened before. When people can make real money in your game, you better be ready for what's coming. You better be ready. It's like, it's, it's like what we always said. You're going to have a free-to-play PvP game. You better be ready for the cheaters, because they're coming. They're coming. Sorry, just tuned in. No, you're not the first person to bring up the Diablo 3 auction house, Steam Crow. A lot of gamers are like, Hey, uh, something like this happened before, and it was real bad. Does not... Guys, do you not remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... It's uh, it, it is a, it's a, it's like a known thing at this point that, that gamers will descend into chaos driven by greed. It's unavoidable, whether it's cheating, hacking, botting, whatever, whatever the case may be. By the way, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, we always love to meet new folks. Hit subscribe, hit the bell button. I am a safer work broadcaster. You can subscribe in confidence. I'll be in your sub feed all week with video game news topics. I got a new world topic this afternoon. There was a, there's a Halo event happening. They brought back the Tenrai event with updates. We'll be breaking all that down this week, all throughout the week. Every Friday is From Friday, so make sure you're here for that. Covering Elden Ring, playing through Sekiro if you like From Software games. Last week we covered Ashes of Creation, the Star Wars game, Horizon Forbidden West. Covered a lot of different stuff, so I'll be in your sub feed all week with good variety topics. Um, and I have a larger channel where we have completely pivoted over to industry commentary about streaming uh, and about esports. And man, the DMCA situation with the purple platform continues to develop. And today, I got a video about Dr. Disrespect and how he plans to get unbanned and get a lot of money. So we'll see what happens. Uh, make sure you're subscribed over there as well. Think about it. The more people that buy Dark Souls 3 that don't get the completion achievement, it ups its value. Right, but here's the thing, Ashen. You're presuming that people would value an achievement that they didn't earn to buy. Do you think that... Like, like, I don't know. I've never underestimated the stupidity of gamers, but like... <laughs> Zintho said, I thank you for your renewed membership. I thanked Ashen. I'm pretty sure I thanked Reaper. I know I thanked Reaper. Hopefully I thanked Zinthos. I think I did. When are you going to do NFT of your kids' art in the coffee orders? Right. That's what people have been telling me to do. Diablo's always had a gray market uh, off-site. As long as games have trading, they exist. The in-game auction house was an attempt for them to try to take control of it and get and get a kickback. What do you think NFTs will be, Kaganeko? What do you think NFTs will be? It's the company trying to make money and get a kickback from external market trading of the items in the game. That's exactly what it'll be. Do a poll who wants to buy a Dark Souls 3 achievement. Bragging rights, Lono. Don't you love being a part of the Dark Souls club? Being a bit cheeky, by the way. I know you're being cheeky, but you might be onto something. I don't know. 
really, really rare achievements in a game could potentially have value on the NFT marketplace. You'd be like, hey, you like collecting achievements from all the all the Souls games because you can't be bothered to do it yourself, but you're willing to spend money? I'll sell you mine for $1,000. Here's the question, Ashen. Could you not then become an achievement broker? You would beat the game, sell the achievements to somebody, create a new account, beat the game again, and sell the achievements to somebody. You would essentially become an achievement storefront because you're good at beating the game. People pay for recoveries and carries. Right. Lono can't sell any of his stuff as NFTs. I beat him to it months ago. <laughs> the entire idea of a blockchain tech is that it's decentralized. And I really take issue with a publisher collecting transaction fees from sales of NFTs. But that's how artists are doing it right now, Alarian. The artists are are selling their art and re- and baking into it that they get they get a cut every time it gets traded. Sven coming in with seven months. Morning Lono and chat. Here's a 2022. Thank you, Sven. Welcome back. Couldn't games do what Destiny did with moments of triumph? Unless I'm remembering wrong. If you completed it, you could buy a shirt. Couldn't they just do that with NFTs? Maybe. A professional gamer, you say. Right. That market wouldn't last long. Yeah, yeah, because it'd be a gold rush. Everybody would rush to do it, and then eventually the achievements would decrease in value because there'd be enough of them in circulation that you do you providing new achievements wouldn't, uh, wouldn't matter. It would bust pretty quickly. Especially when the person you're selling it to can resell it. That's exactly right. Eventually, what would happen is you would reach a saturation in the market that would basically equalize, and then it would become less less um, um, lucrative for you to do it. You'd be like, well, yeah, new ones aren't selling as well as they used to, so I'm going to stop doing it. On to the next game. Big Mad Mo for five months. Five months over here, not bad. Keep up the good work, bruh, bruh. Been a hell of a ride. Uh, let's keep going. Happy New Year. Thank you, Mo, for almost half a year of support with your membership here. I know people are also keeping their membership on the other channel as well, so thank you for that. Hopefully you have some really good reasons to continue doing that into the new year. We want to do some really fun stuff over there, so hold on for further instructions and announcements about that. Why shouldn't an artist receive royalties? Right, that's how they would treat it. The achievement market likely would be sold in complete units. Here's on 100% of the last 10 games of the years earned uh, the year they were released. Yeah, Maybe. There are other ways to implement them. NFTs also add a general extra layer of security for your digital purchases. I love the convo, though. If you think that's all game companies are interested with NFTs is to give you an extra layer of security to authenticate your digital purchases, you're not paying attention to the industry. (laughs) If you think that's all they're going to do. Uh, Blarg says, Arc Survival Evolved is bad about this because official server rates have you grind for months to get the best stats by breeding. Say, I sold two Rexes for 40 bucks to a guy who didn't have time. Right. You could basically grind a character to max level and sell it as an NFT. Sure. And then it would be a more legitimate way to sell recubs or accounts or items because it would be done in, a, in, a, in an official way and not just like on like on on a gray market or whatever. My birthday's on the 7th. I'd like uh, a skid of Dark Roast. (laughs) I can't arrange that, Zubair. I'm sorry. I got 12 months on the other channel now. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That channel is, is doing very well after we unlisted 13 million views worth of videos. It's doing great. So thank you, everybody, who's been continuing to consume that content over there because... 
we weren't sure if it was going to work and it seems to be working so at least if it, at least initially it seems to be working uh, people have about as much understanding of NFTs as they do of the financial investments people are just going to say scam and close their ears I don't know about that I mean there's probably people that are going to do that sure but I, I definitely think that there is an element to this that is those that understand it are like this doesn't seem like this would be very good there are music NFTs where musicians can send in 25 second clips of a specific instrument or stems uh, and they will use it to promote their NFTs and pay you royalties huh Eminem has sold full backing tracks really ESO has an interesting economy happening right now uh, from what I hear anyway yeah I don't know I don't know what's going on over there the Riven mod's efficacy is based on the weapon's Riven disposition. The Riven's value rises and falls based on a weapon's rarity and its disposition. I think they're, I think we're getting carried away, says Harry. The only realistic way they add NFTs to a game is in skins. If it's all loot or something to gain an advantage in the game, it won't work. Yeah, but I mean, you can buy card packs right now in sports games that give you a benefit in the game, so what would stop them from doing it you know, and attaching it to an NFT. Yo, Steam Crow, another new member today, pushing us closer to 500 paying members on this channel. We're in like the 440s, I think. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserved up stuff. If you guys have enjoyed the show, that's a great way to support it directly. Five bucks a month gets you a badge, gets you emotes, and uh, you can take part in fun nights like Halo custom games and stuff. Do you have a crypto portfolio? No. NFT is great for creators. Fortnite, for example, creator can sell a skin, make a percentage, company gets a percentage, and you even add a line when sold to the Q percentage for the creator. It keeps on giving. It's not a simple subject, so it's reasonable for people to be skeptical and lack confidence. NFTs are not really mainstream, so dismissing people's concerns is a little unfair. Yeah, I mean, it it does seem... It's daunting. I tried to make sense of it this morning for people, and it was it when it's hard for me to make a subject make sense, then it's pretty complicated. Like, if there's something I, I used to I used to uh, teach younger age four to six, and then I was teaching ages like ten to thirteen, and then I was teaching teenagers. And one of the most challenging things with teaching is that you have to take big, broad concepts and make them palatable to a more simple mind because like a five-year-old is, is going to struggle to you know conceive of certain things and understand certain systems like trying to teach my kids what's like what words mean i was extremely i was struggling to explain to my daughter why in the game of stratego you could set up your bombs in a way that would potentially mislead your opponent and that is okay but it's not okay to say Oh no, you're going to get my flag if the flag's not there. I said that is you you are you are being deceptive. So there's a difference between like like in strategy in a game like that to mislead and to try to use that as a way to let that person think, "Oh, something might be over over here," and they don't know until they investigate it. That's not the same as like deceiving them with your words. And trying to slice that for her was really difficult. She's eight years old, and I was trying to slice the difference between using stratagem to mislead your opponent is fine. Using your words to deceive them is not. And I mean, it, it, it that's the thing, is when you try and take big concepts and make them, you know, understandable to a smaller mind. I can explain that to an adult, and they would know, yeah, there's a huge difference between the two, and there'd be no debate. So... 
I was struggling this morning. I was like, man, how do you make this palatable? How do you make this understandable, right? The reason cardbacks are different is because they are held into an in-game currency market. If you go to a website and buy the best players for real money, that would lead to a CS situation. So you're saying if they could be resold on a marketplace. I'm just saying that the companies already make money from it, Harry, so it wouldn't be much different. Like, there are companies right now that they're already making money selling something that makes you stronger in the game. Where's the difference if they if it if they if they do it initially, then it's an NFT and they make money on it in perpetuity. Something I see all the time is gamers just need more information. The info we have paints a rather grim idea. I have yet to see a legitimate reason this helps the player base of any game. This is the this is the best argument I can give you. And this is the argument that many people are making. It benefits the player because it gives you digital governance and ownership that is more concrete than the current governance and ownership that you have of the digital items. So right now, when you buy skins in a game, you don't really have a way to prove ownership. You don't really have a way to say it's yours other than like logging into the account, but the account can get hacked. The servers can go down, whatever. And so you don't maintain any ownership or governance of that item. Ownership being, you can take it with you wherever you want, meaning like even if the game gets shut down, you would still have the NFT and be able to say, hey, this is mine and you could sell it on a marketplace for a reduced amount, but at least you get some of your money back, right? Let's say you spent $20 on the skin and then the servers go down two or three years later and then you sell the skin for five bucks. Well, you made some of your money back, right? Now, governance, the reason that you have governance over it is it's not locked to the game it can be sold in a digital market in an nft market which then means it retains some value for you external to the game's life cycle the value of the item seemingly tied to the game's life cycle would rise and fall with the game's popularity demand and if it's alive so that's the argument that most people are going to make is that right now you don't really have any governance of the item. You can't resell it. You can't do anything with the dadgum thing. You buy the fit, you buy the, the the cosmetic and that's it. That's the end of the transaction. It's just in a game digitally. If you're given governance of that item, you then own it in a more tangible way and then can then sell it to somebody else. I could go right now to the store and buy a blender and in a year I could sell it to my neighbor for a reduced cost and I retain some of the money spent on the blender. Not only that, I got use out of the blender for the last year. So it ends up potentially being a consider you could consider it almost a profit that like, oh, you spent $200 on the blender, you used it for a year and then you sold it for 100 bucks. Well, you probably actually made out in that deal because you got to use it and then you got to sell it thus making essentially all of your money back and then some because the usage of the item is is considered a value to your life so you buy a skin in a game and a year later you decide I don't really play this game anymore I'm going to go to an NFT marketplace and sell my account or sell all my skins one by one some of these have higher value so I'm going to do listing prices according to what I think you know how valuable they are how you know what are they selling for right now there are people out there probably you know collectors that are trying to buy all the skins or whatever 
So that's the strongest argument I could probably make for NFTs in games in that it gives you a more genuine ownership and governance of the item itself. However, (laughs) I don't know if that's good enough to bring in all of the things that come with an NFT marketplace injecting itself into a video game. Because then the video game could be potentially treated, it would likely be treated, like a trade market that would then be used in a, in a I think, in a destructive way. Because all the cosmetics would get gobbled up by people looking to make a buck. Um, this is happening with the CSGO skins that Harry mentioned. You got really, really wealthy, extremely wealthy guys buying literally every single one, and then they hold them so the value goes up. And you have to consider there's two things that could happen here. They would either limit the number of times the cosmetic can be sold because the developer has a vested interest in that NFT retaining value. If they just let the if they just let the cosmetic be sold infinitely within a 14-day period, let's say it's a limited time skin, and they let anybody buy it as many times as they want, and people are just buying it, buying it, buying it, buying it. The danger to the developer's profit is that that NFT, the more it is in circulation, the lower its value, which means it won't sell as much in the NFT market. And if they're making money per trade, they have a vested interest in protecting the value of the NFT in giving it an inherent value, which would, I think, lead most developers to limit the quantity of the items sold so they retain an inherent value and demand so they make money on the initial sale and then they make money in perpetuity every time that NFT is sold to another person. This is exactly why it should be concerning to people because they're going to turn cosmetics into a trade house and a trade house only works if it's healthy. And the only way a trade house is going to be healthy is if the items in the trade house are limited in quantity items would retain no value if they could just be bought millions of times by the entire community well then the entire marketplace would be flooded with them look at what happened when people were doing the boar farm in new world the trade market got flooded with those with with the skins from the boar and it drove the value of those items way down it drove them down to the point that listing them wasn't even worth listing them because you wouldn't make your money back Luna wants the servers that hold the NFTs go down for any reason. Your investment goes into the shredder. That's not really how blockchain works, though. <clears throat> the confidence just won't be there for new titles. That only works as long as people have faith in CSGO being around, which is uh, because it's an eSport. Right. That's another thing that would happen. The NFT marketplace attached to the game would bust if the game stopped being supported and stopped in it, it. Like, let's say they did their last DLC, you know, 12 months ago. Well, over the course of those 12 months, you would then you you would then be dealing with a bust. The market would bust. Eventually, all of the value of the items would plummet into nothing or very little, and then it would be a dead market. So what's going to end up happening with NFTs is you'll have all these micro markets that rise and fall and rise and fall and rise and fall. And that would then, I think, make people lack confidence in NFTs. And then they would say, well, I'm not going to do that in, in, in gaming because 
the, the the markets just rise and bust every time a game launches and then slowly declines in its uh, its engagement or its support or whatever. The mobile version of games do not uh, being on PSN, Xbox, and PC because mobile is not powerful or consoles. I don't know what you're, who you're talking to. Final Fantasy has a similar situation as people compete with others when selling services and items. We use in-game currency. That makes no sense. Isn't the entire idea that the NFT isn't tied to the game? If it's dependent on the game still being around and relevant, why not centralize the items to the game like we do now? Alarian, no one said how it's going to work. I'm speculating. It. Think about it. Who is going to want to buy an NFT for a game that's not around anymore? Who? Who's going to do it? What? You see what I'm saying? Let's say you buy a bunch of cosmetics in a game called Crystal Castle, and in three years, that game is no more. Those NFTs inevitably drop in value. Why? Because who is buying those? Who would want those items? Not directed at you? Yeah, but that's what I was talking about. I was talking about the, 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 the game going away and then dropping the value of the items. Sorry to sound like a broken record, but that drives me nuts considering you can't own and resell the digital copy uh, the only copy, same as a physical one. You can own the Cloak of Thunder as an NFT. Right, right. And that's the other thing people are considering here is, well, would that mean then you could own the game as an NFT and then sell it? And then there you go. That would that would potentially be a way for you to retain true ownership and governance of a digital item. Right? NFTs operate like a stock market, so it's entirely possible that if the game crashes, the NFT eventually becomes nothing. What would a Zelda NFT be worth today? Probably a lot. Only if it's a super popular game. What would an NFT in Anthem be worth right now? Let's say you bought a bunch of cosmetics in Anthem. Right? They had a lot of cosmetics in that game. They're all NFTs. Are they worth anything right now? What about in two or three years? Four years? Five years? They might, might, I say might, they might be worth something if there's like an NFT collector or NFT museum that's like, oh, we want to make sure we have all the NFTs from all the games across time and Anthem is one of those games. Now, you would have to understand that somebody doing that would value those items pretty low given that they don't need them and if their entire encyclopedic collection of all these NFTs you would you would say well we're not going to give you much for them so and, and a lot of people would say a lot of people would say but if you bought cosmetics in anthem and anthem's no longer supported and goes away you you lost you lost those items anyway yeah i did but i didn't buy them on the premise that they would be a token that would retain some value outside of the game i bought them to be a cosmetic within the game world so the expectation is well yeah it's it's something i bought in the game world to make my character look dope obviously yeah if the game goes under or the servers are off or they stop supporting it well then sure but the value i got from the item was i got to look cool while playing now somebody might push back and say yes and an nft would grant you a more a more tangible and more real form of ownership and governance over those cosmetics 
so that even when the game died, you still retained something that could be sold, even if for a small amount of money, you'd get some of that money back. That's what people would say. It's not necessarily about the potential benefits of the players. It's about the monsoon of problems that would come from this. Bot accounts, NFT investment firms that just comb over and gobble everything up so that they flood the marketplace. Because what they're going to do is they're going to immediately try and grab time-limited items, time-sensitive items, or really rare items. They're going to try and buy them all. And then they're going to have all those, and the market gets flooded. And then people would buy them. And then over time, those items would depreciate in value. And then the items themselves, you'd have to ask, are they limiting how many can be sold? If they're limiting how many can be sold, because the developer has a vested interest in retaining the value of the NFT, because every time it's traded, they get a kickback. Because they can bake that into them, by the way. Every time you trade it, they get like a dollar, let's say. So they have a vested interest in that. Which means then cosmetic items would be turned into scalpable, highly scalped tokens that w- that then are then sold on an aftermarket like third party so that people can make a ton of money on them. They'd get scalped to hacking back. Who buys in-game skins to make money? Uh, CSGO would like to have a word with you. To recover your money for being a fool then invest it into NFTs, you have to find another fool to offload it on. I, I mean, it's a little cynical way to look at it, but I mean, again, CSGO would like to have a word with you. That that that, that, that people make tons of money buying and selling CSGO skins. We're just thinking you'll end up being like ticket scalpers. Yes, scalping technology is is uh, is everywhere. Tennis shoes, consoles, um, video uh, video cards like GPUs, CPUs, all of it. Developers have to give game NFTs a utility function for future use or their values are speculative in a bad way. Sure. Imagine if a game company paired NFTs with something you could buy in the real world, an exclusive physical item, not digital. Yeah, but see, but that's not in the spirit of an NFT. An NFT is a non-fungible token attached to a blockchain as a form of digital currency ledger. You getting a physical item because you own the NFT? Well, what happens if you sell that NFT to somebody? Well, then you have to ship the item to them. Well, who's going to oversee that? Who's going to oversee and make sure that you actually do that? You could sell the NFT to somebody, and they'd be like, yeah, they never shipped the item to me. And you could be like, yeah, I did. And they could be like, no, you didn't. How do you figure that out? How do you figure out who's lying in that exchange of, of I guess it would be an exchange of goods? I don't, I don't know. I truly believe game publishers will bomb this like they did microtransactions. NFTs are great. Money-hungry companies are not. I don't think it's the companies that you need to be worried about. I think it's the people. <laughs> It's the people, you know, like limited quantity PlayStation 5s and Xbox Series Xs. Who are you going to blame? Are you going to blame Sony and Microsoft or are you going to get mad at the scalpers? Who, who's, who's actually the, who's the villain in the room, right? Who's the villain in the room? It ain't, it, it ain't them. They just can't make enough of them. Hard to fault them. <laughs> you know, it's hard to fault them. 
Are game licenses NFTs? Not right now, they're not. No. No, because you don't own it. It's not a it's not a token that you own and that can be sold on a marketplace. It's a license. It's a revocable license that you are granted to play a game. They can just revoke it. I mean, that's what that's 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 the issue with all of the EULAs, the user end license agreements that you agree to. They can be like, Yeah, we're revoking your license. I mean, that's what Bungie did to me, right? They they don't have to provide a reason. It's just, you know, they can do whatever the frick they want. And then you're like, well, I guess I can't play now. I don't I don't own I don't own an NFT that I can go hand to somebody else and be like, hey, I've got three characters in Destiny, bunch of loot, blah blah blah. Let me try and sell it to you. So yeah, revocable license isn't really ownership. That's exactly right. NFTs incorporate their transaction history into themselves. Right, so then you know who had it, when, for how long, who has it now, right. What happens when crypto is outlawed? What do you think when you think that doesn't happen? You're betting on futures on your in your crystal balls not as good as mine? I don't know if they're gonna be outlawed. Um, Samsung has revealed that some of its 2022 TV TVs will include Stadia, NVIDIA GeForce Now, and NFT support and integration. <laughs> yep. Everybody's looking at it the same way, man. You gotta make hay while the sun's shining. This is a, this is a big thing now. Everybody's gonna want to be able to, you know, implement it. <laughs> I like my version of NFT. Not functioning today. Me on a daily basis. Yo, what's good, Hex? Remember the days when you paid for something and you actually owned the license? You didn't own anything. Uh, you, I'm sorry, you didn't own a license. When you bought GoldenEye for your Nintendo 64, you didn't own a license. You owned a cartridge that contained the game. So you owned the game. It was yours. You could trade it, give it to somebody, sell it to somebody. It was yours. You had the game. You didn't have a license. It, was, it wasn't a license. You owned the actual physical item required to play it. When you bought a VHS tape or a DVD, you owned the actual item. It's not the same as, as what we get now. We get a revocable license. It's like, yeah, we're going to let you play our game on our servers. <laughs> you know? If it gets regulated, what's the point? I mean, it will... It will get regulated, but you know, how do we? There's when and who, and if it's decentralized, who 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 are you going to answer to? If the blockchain and the NFTs exist outside of like um, American law, who how are they going to now? The only thing they can do is regulate and tax what you make on it when you convert it into their. American currency like if you go to the marketplace and you like cash out or whatever I don't even know how that works converting the current converting the the digital currency into like American currency I'm not even sure you'd have to find somebody willing to give you American currency for your wallet amount of NFTs or whatever I'm imagining that's what you would need Cause how, like, I don't know how else would you, how else would you suddenly have real money from it? 
and that's what that and that's what they would be that's what they would be regulating they would be regulating like the taxes that you spend on it but again if it's decentralized what are they going to do if you're an american citizen that owns that owns crypto or that that it owns the part of a blockchain what are they going to do to you if it's not under their jurisdiction it's like when people put money in the caymans right it's the same idea they put it's like really really wealthy people putting money in tax havens well, the government can't do anything about it because it's outside of how it's out, it's outside of their jurisdiction. That's that, that's why that's why very wealthy people use tax havens because they don't they don't want to pay they don't want to pay taxes on it. Mm-mm-mm. I'm just getting the next stream set up. Some places have banned crypto, and some game platforms have banned NFTs already. Yes, yeah, Steam won't let you put a, 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 a they won't let you put your game in their marketplace if it has NFTs in it. Steam has already said no. Um, a lot of people are like, "Well, that's because they don't they want to make money from it or whatever." I mean, that's possible. I was going off what Paul was saying. We don't know what it's going to be like 20 years. We could have our best guess, but I got articles about the future uh, that show we don't know where any of this is going. Yeah, I mean, that's... Of course, yeah. That's what makes it... That's what makes it volatile. That's what makes it volatile is because who, who, who knows where it's going to go? And again, the value, it's not backed... And this is what people don't understand... The value of the item isn't backed by anything other than the perceived and subjective value of those engaging with it right now. You could spend $5,000 right now on an NFT and it's valued at that and people want it from you and they're asking for it or whatever and you're holding it waiting for the value to go up. Well, in two years, that its, it's value could be zero dollars because then all of a sudden nobody wants it. They've moved on. Steam has said already their stance is that crypto and derivative concepts are just scams right now. They said once the marketplace matures, they would reevaluate their position. Right, and I, and I think that makes sense. Like nobody, nobody knows where this is going right now. Nobody, like, hi, come on. <laughs> What? No, nobody knows where it's going. It's like, well, you know, it could be good, it could be bad. Well, and that's why companies are are, are wanting to implement it because it's it's a hot topic right now, and it's a potential way to make a ton of money. When you load Steam up, click on this market. My active listings? No, 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 no. That's not the same. That's not the same as NFTs, though, Paul. They have their own market, sure, but that's not the same as NFTs. They say it's a scam, but you can bet all the high-ups on Steam have invested in crypto. Yeah, it's possible. Um, Are you pulling from this? Square Enix's plans include blockchain games and token economies. I didn't pull from that particular article, no. I pulled from a different article. I pulled from a lot of different articles, uh, Creature, because I was trying to basically define it. I was like, what the frick is an NFT? How could they be implemented in games? How do they? How have they currently existed with artwork? I went to a wiki, basically, on it. I went to like a Wikipedia on it. I was like, what in the frick? 
the cynic in me also thinks that Steam doesn't want to deal with the worldwide regulations and law and the quagmire that is crypto space right now. Yeah, crypto doesn't equal NFT. NFT is a part of a, is a is a non-fungible token which is a part of a blockchain and the blockchain is a ledger for it's it's a system used for digital currency transactions that and the reason they use blockchain is because it's it's more impervious to corruption because it's the way that the technology works the way that every part of the block retains some of the block it attaches to and then some of the next block and then it's unique in the middle and so that is that's extremely impervious to corruption token economies is the part I get stuck on well NFT stands for non-fungible token so they're looking in that's that's probably why they're using that term I would think like NFTs are going to become a a hot button issue I mean look look at look at all the videos that cropped up from big YouTubers about this we need like 30 more likes for 300 likes if you guys have been enjoying the show be sure to hit the like button make sure and hit subscribe crypto is fungible yeah it's nft non-fungible is because every single one is unique it can't just be copied the way it's not it's not one one bitcoin's the same as another bitcoin the worst thing i can see happening is like csgo gun skins they sell a limited number of nft skins and then sell them for crap loads of money that's gilly i yeah i've outlined that a couple of times this morning yeah because and there's reasons for them to do that because a lot of the artists that are creating nfts are baking into the nft that every time it's traded they get a kickback so the developers would likely do the same thing every time this skin is sold we're gonna get a kickback okay well then they have a vested interest in that item retaining its value and if it's it's not going to retain its value unless you limit the quantity if you limit you see what i'm saying if you limit the quality i'm, I'm sorry if you limit the quantity then the value inherently goes up if you if you don't limit the quantity then there's no value and then and then they wouldn't be they wouldn't be sellable it's non-fungible because the transaction history is integrated. Bitcoins are non-fungible too. Every Bitcoin is tracked in the ledger. The way I read it though, Zubair, they said that non-fungible referred to the fact that it was it was unique and that the that the, the a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. You're saying Bitcoins are non-fungible as well? I thought I, I thought I read the opposite. Yeah, they'll create artificial scarcity, right? And if they do that, then the same thing that happens to the CSGO skins would happen to any NFT uh, microtransactions. They would get gobbled up by people who have tons of money, and then those people would then try to sell them for a profit. A dollar bill is fungible. We don't know the transaction history of a physical dollar bill, much much less an electronic. Okay. That's happening with anything considered exclusive already. It's price gouged through artificial scarcity. They don't really do that with skins, though. Bitcoin is fungible because they are all the same. Yeah, that's why. That's what I. I uh, Bitcoins aren't unique. But if you wanted, you could follow the history of one 
it may be using fungible differently than they are. Yeah, everything I read said that an NFT is non-fungible because it's unique and can't be it, so it, but but a bitcoin isn't because a bitcoin is a bitcoin. A dollar bill is a dollar bill, right? They're the same. They're not unique and therefore they're fungible. That was how I read it. I am not an expert. I literally studied this last night so we so I could talk about it with some semblance of intelligence today. Could you see NFT season passes where it's just a race to get the season pass and get an exclusive item? I don't I don't know, maybe, maybe, but then but then again, it, it has to be tied I would imagine if it's gonna be an NFT, it has to be tied to a purchase, not just something that you earn. I would imagine. Because it, it, it it's a token along a blockchain, which is a ledger like it's it's not just an item. It has to be something that was paid for, I'm 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 assuming. You're so up to speed on this. It's great. <laughs> I just, I was like, I don't know. I've never, I literally, people kept asking me about it. I was like, I've not looked into it. I don't know anything about it. So I, I spent an hour yesterday kind of researching it. I'm an old gamer and I have no understanding of what an NFT is. <laughs> if you want a really quick breakdown, Marco, the first eight minutes of this video is a very quick breakdown of what an NFT is, how it's being implemented in digital art, and uh, and how it could be implemented into games, and why it could potentially be good for games, but most of it I think is bad. I don't, I don't think it would be a good idea. At least exclusive content that games have any number of players can buy them. They might be overpriced, but anyone can get them. NFT means they could sell 10 limited items to whoever pays. That's exactly right. Like, imagine going to a, 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 a microtransaction storefront in a game, okay? And they have, um, they have $1,000 items, and there's like only like 100 of them. Well, they'd get scooped up. They'd get gobbled up right away. Why? Because everybody knows it's 1,000, but there's only 10. And in six months... It's going to be worth a lot more because there's because there's there's a hundred people that are going to try and buy those 10 items because they want them because they're rare and there's only a couple of them so what they would do is uh thanks for the interesting informing discussion oh thank you zep that's what they would do is they would create like a tier system the thousand dollar items you know there'd be 10 of them there'd be 500 dollar items there'd be like 20 of them and then there'd be like 150 dollar items there'd be like a thousand of them so it would tier down way lower quantity the higher up you go in price because the developer has a vested interest in those in those nfts retaining their value and they retain their value far better if there is scarcity baked into their existence. That at least would be my take on it. Is that if I was to predict what they were going to do, that's what I think they would do. They would they would bake in they would bake in scarcity to the higher dollar items because they want that item to retain its value in the NFT marketplace because they get money every time it's traded. It's like adding real money stocks to video games. I wonder if the US trade agency would handle the regulations because they basically are in-game stock items for real money. I clicked on your stream and saw a cube pillow commercial. It made me laugh. My wife and I both have cube pillows. We really like them. I would be I would be happy to work with them because they they're we we really 
we when we travel we actually bring them with us because i can't sleep on like a normal pillow now i can't do it it's awful i'm like it's terrible I'd buy an NFT of Lono's hairstyle. Uh, maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe if it's a good hair day. Yeah, I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. Like I'm right at that point where it's long and I can kind of do fun stuff with it. But soon, soon enough, I it, it it'll be too long to to do anything fun with. So it's like the last the last like week right now is when I it's like it's cool and it's like big and messy. I had, an, I had an older older woman say she's like I, she's like am I allowed to say this she's like she's like I really like your hair I was like yeah you can tell me that you like my hair she's like okay well she's like I'm just an old old lady but it's cute I was like I, I appreciate it <laughs> and I always get to like this stage and I was like I wish I could stay here because he has to trim it back and then it grows into this like I can't keep it at this length I wish I could like press a button and just lock it you know 26 and I've got an, the Asmund Gold problem balding. Yeah, I, I'm 40 and I was supposed to be I was supposed to start balding in my 20s. That's what my mom told me. Um, She's like, yeah, you look like all your uncles and they all went bald in their 20s. And when I got into my 20s, my hair got thicker. It was real thin in high school. And then when I got into my 20s, it got really thick. So where would the IRS be in this situation? Well, the Internal Revenue, uh, they wouldn't care they wouldn't care until it became um, converted into an American currency. They, they they can't regulate and tax you on like a digital currency. Like right now, if you went into Fortnite and you spent $10,000 to get V-Bucks and you were planning on selling that character to somebody because you were you you had the V-Bucks and you have all these skins or whatever and you're going to try and sell this account because it's got really rare skins from the early seasons and you you know you you've juiced it up with um you know some V-Bucks well they they can't regulate that it's a digital currency they're not going to be able to come to you and be like hey you you we're going to we want you, you need to report, you know, how many V-Bucks you have. What they would do is when you sold that account for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 and you suddenly have that income, they want that reported and they tax you on it. But they can't tax you on like, oh, your estimated value of that Fortnite account is now at $15,000. They they don't they don't care about that. They only care when you make actual money from it, like actual um, you know American currency money. They don't care about that. At least not now. They don't. They might start caring. I don't know. They would care when people start realizing uh, profit or try to claim losses. Right. Yeah, and they would tax you when you sell. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So you could have a bunch of NFTs and a super just a very lucrative wallet a very lucrative digital wallet they don't give a crap they don't care about that now you convert it into American currency you sell that wallet to somebody for 20,000 American dollars you better report that where does $20,000 come from right but if you trade a bunch of NFTs for a bunch of other NFTs and those NFTs are worth more than the previous ones that you had you don't have to report that to them It's that's not something that's not something that they're 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 monitoring right now. I say right now that that might change. 
I use crypto.com for NFT and crypto investment. They offer a tax form for you to fill out and submit on their site, but you're right. Until the money hits your bank account, you don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure sites like crypto are going to be on the up and up so that they they, they don't get taken to the cleaners. But until you actually make real money from it, they're not doing anything. That may change. There may be a, a cryptocurrency division of the IRS in the next five years, and they'll start they'll start asking you to uh, report it. They do. If you trade BTC to ETH, you have to report it. It counts as, as the same as a stock. Granted, unless you're rich AF, they don't usually look into it. So you're saying if you trade one currency into another currency of crypto, you have to report that? I don't. I've not done anything with crypto, so I don't. I didn't know that. Government government always find ways to monitor capital gains of any kind. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> they already do. Yeah, I guess I'm probably behind on this. They probably already have like a cryptocurrency division because they have to be prepared for this. This is a, This is a, <laughs> this is a whole new world, you know. So you do have to report it. So they have a frequently asked questions of virtual currency transactions on the IRS website. Robinhood will send you a tax form that you need to file. It's a taxable event. Huh. You see that they their IRS is asking you to claim the value of stolen goods or proceeds from bribes? What? You're supposed to report it, yes, because you purchased the BTC for US dollars and when you traded it it was worth a certain amount of US dollars you traded it for X amount of US dollars and at the moment it was worth Y amount of US dollars I understand I understand the difference is considered profit what about when you like buy like a stock so let's say you spend a thousand dollars on a stock and you just hold on to it you don't have to do anything until you sell the stock, right? You're just holding it. You're not like reporting. See that? See what I'm saying? You're just holding it. You're like, well, a stock you pay taxes when you sell it, right? Like when you cash out, basically. So if you have a bunch of money in a certain stock, and then you sell that stock, you get taxed on that. But if you're just holding it, you don't have to do anything. Crypto is the same, really. Correct. Activision uses that loop to avoid paying lots of taxes. Well, they're not the only ones. Until you sell, all you have is unrealized gains and losses. Okay. Your stocks are in your portfolio. It has a dollar amount worth, but it isn't taxed until divested. Capital gains tax. Right, right, right. Think of your 401k. Yeah. Stocks work a little different as you don't uh, swap a stock for a different stock. In crypto, swapping is pretty common behavior. So when you swap one crypto for another, that has to be reported because there's a value change? From my understanding, it's only if a certain amount. I transferred 10,000 BTC to ETH and I didn't have to claim it, at least according to my tax guy. You can swap stocks too. How to tax dodge. I don't have any money. I have investments. <laughs> it was like 2016 or 17. Like, 
I bought a bunch of Tesla. I thought, oh, let's see. You know, <laughs> I hadn't checked it in a long time. So I was just making sure. I was like, oh, man, is the tax man going to come for me? Because <laughs> uh, Tesla's not doing too bad compared to five, <laughs> five or six years ago. Uh, that's how I manipulate most of my taxes. I use stocks as a way to undercut tax. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> Unless the stock pays dividends, uh, you don't pay tax on the actual stock. Right, right, right. It's up 8%. Yeah, yeah, it's been doing pretty well. It's been doing pretty well. It's been going like this, though, so it's like, it's always tempting to just sell it when it's up here and then buy back in when it drops down. It's super tempting to do that, but I work every day, so it's like I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd like I'd me- I'd mess it up. I'd miss the right day and the right time. The IRS has entered the chat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just lose a bunch in the lottery and use it as a deduction. <laughs> no, that is an ill-advised. Uh, there are also taxes for short-term and long-term capital gains. Huh. How much more and was the perfect world entertainment cryptic studios had valued in 2019 compared to their loss to the day Embracer Entertainment Group and Gearbox Games? What the frick are you even saying? That's the second time today I've read a comment from you and I can't tell what you're saying. What's my stance on NFTs? I think that technology under NFTs is is good and fine and it's being implemented because it's a it's a it's called blockchain. It's a form of technology that is good as for for digital ledger in order to to track transactions and currency moves and it's being implemented into bank banks because blockchain technology is far more impervious to hacking because of the way that it works. Now NFTs are a use of blockchain technology which their value is so volatile and tenuous because it's determined by people who may or may not want to buy the digital artwork that is attached to the token right the the non-fungible token the nft you put it into video games and it would be like a cosmetic item you would buy a skin for your character it would be attached to an nft in a blockchain ledger that could then be sold on a on an nft marketplace Sold a ton of stuff at a loss on the 30th as tax locks, harvesting to avoid paying taxes on my gains. Sold a ton of stuff at a loss on the 30th. I don't even know what you're talking about. I did the same thing this morning, but for my upcoming gains. What on earth? I think the point we've reached today is that all these problems in the world are caused by people. The basic premise is your tax when you do something with it. It doesn't matter if it does something like go up or down in value. You don't realize the gain or the loss until you sell. Right. I take a bunch of losses near the end of the year. I vaguely remember I watched a vid many months ago about NFTs being sold for quite a bit of money. It sounded dodgy. Well, yeah, people are selling like music music videos and songs and digital pieces of artwork and they're they're selling them for exorbitant amounts of money your losses can offset your gains right my cpa was always like you don't spend enough money because as a streamer especially when i was on purple 
the money was going up every year and he was like but you're not spending anything I was like what am I supposed to spend I was like I sit in a chair every day I bought in some nice computers and a camera I was like I don't have to spend anything I was like I sit in a chair for six to seven hours a day I don't have any costs I don't travel I don't have any inventory right so the coffee will help this year they'll be very proud of me I'll be like you told me to spend money <laughs> we we spent a lot <laughs> they're like what in the frick did you do I'm like well, we got into the coffee business uh Typically don't purposely realize uh, losses at the end of the year unless I had a killer year for gains. Uh, Are games not spending money? Comparatively though, Butters, how many games could I buy in a conceivable year? What? 50 or 60 bucks once or twice a month? And I was mainly covering Destiny, so I wasn't even buying that many games. But yeah, games, but good night. When you're making six figures, buying a couple of video games isn't going to do jack squat. <laughs> it's not going to do jack squat. Well, let's see here. <laughs> you're filing for six figures and, oh, you spent $1,000 on video games. <laughs> That's nothing. That's freaking nothing. I buy a lot of things that are considered essential. Uh, don't be a fool, kids. Uh, there are more tax breaks than you can count. Take them. All the billionaires are already doing it. Yeah. Yeah, there's ways to there's ways to. We're going to have to look at it. We're we're going to have to look at uh basically paying my wife a salary cuz she basically manages the coffee. And when you do that, that's another way to say, "Well, hey, I you know, I was I was paying my wife a salary to manage this part of the business. That's that's best operating cost, you know." What's the problem with you not spending? When you spend, you offset how much you get charged. Like if you like, let's say, let's say you earn a hundred thousand dollars in the year and you didn't spend any money. Well, then they're going to be like, well, then that's all profit. But if you, if you earned a hundred thousand dollars in the year and your operating cost for the year is $25,000, then you pay on, on 75,000 instead of paying on a hundred. You're creating business expenses to say, well, I didn't make $100,000 in pure profit. My operating cost was $25,000, right? You need to spend 20k so you have 5k less in a tax burden. <laughs> you basically you, you don't just you don't just do it. You don't just do it to do it. You have to do it in a smart way cuz sure, you don't just run out and spend you know, $20,000 to offset your taxes by 5,000. You know what I mean? Also, when you get to a certain size, you can file as an S-Corp instead of an LLC. And when you file as an S-Corp, you avoid personal income tax. But the only, you only do that when you get to certain thresholds. Like, you, you don't want to file as an S-Corp unless you start making a certain amount. Which, who knows, in, in five years, in five years, we might be there. I was going to get there. <laughs> I was going to get there in 2020. Like, 2020 was insane. We got halfway through the year, and I, I had made... Because I, I lost the, the, the Twitch channel in July. So we were six months in the year. In those six months, I had already equaled 2019's earnings. So I was gonna I was gonna have to file as an S Corp. I was gonna be like my, my CPA was gonna be like, yeah, this is way too much. What the frick are you doing? And I'm like, I promise you I'm not Walter White. It was just a booming year for for streaming or whatever. Hmm. 
you go escort buy better get some stock <laughs> well the growth patterns were so dumb like the contracts were better my agents like the everything everything we were earning was it was the growth patterns were dumb that's why people didn't understand like when i would talk about it i was like you understand i'm owed millions right like this wasn't just like some you know fifty thousand dollar a year teacher job that i got fired from this was growth patterns for a business that was i was it was gonna make me a millionaire what in the frig are you talking about like i was gonna create general generational wealth for my kids people people don't have a concept of like how lucrative streaming is until those leaks happened and then it's like so when you when you try to the whole like like cancel culture world you don't have a grasp of what you're doing you don't you just think you're 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 getting like your digital punches in like oh yeah got that guy you you destroyed a a trajectory of growth that was gonna make millions of dot generate millions of dollars like people don't get it right now we know what we're doing and we've got a lot of smarts in our brain now about the industry and i got creature in my corner and we got coffee so you know give me five years and i'll be able to thumb my nose at all of them but 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 the point is is that when you get to a certain point you have to you have to treat your business differently because you're the government's gonna be like what the frick are you doing you're making this much and spending nothing well, they'll take you to the dadgum cleaners. <laughs> they'll be like, <laughs> they they love it when you make lots of money. <laughs> My tax guy said, he's like, uh, how you doing? I was like, well, I must be doing well because I'm paying way more. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we call that the success tax. <laughs> so you're doing well if you're writing a bigger check to Uncle Sam, you know. <laughs> so... Speaking of coffee, today's payday. Let me get my order in real quick. My man, my man. I appreciate all the coffee orders. You guys are great. You guys are great. Oh, we got one ten minutes ago from Abe's mom. Is this real or Abe? Are you just messing around? Two dark roasts. Abe, are you being goofy because of what I said the one day, or is that actually your? Are you are you ordering it for your mom? Making a bunch of money and having no expenses is the government's favorite thing. They're like, well. You got no operating costs, so we'd like a cut. <laughs> They're like, we 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 we'd like a t- we'd like a cut, you dummy. <laughs> it's like I can't buy enough computers and video games to offset the earnings as a, as a, as a live streamer, because the purple money was just so dumb. It was dumb. I was taking home a teacher's salary every friggin' month in 2020. What in the heck is happening? Well, the government's gonna love that. They're like, you're not spending any money? <laughs> you're so dumb. Give us a portion of it. And I'll have to say, okay, I can't stop it. <laughs> what am I gonna do? They're like, you you made pure profits, you idiot. <laughs> you made pure profit, you dummy. You're a single single entity LLC. <laughs> what are you doing? I have I have a, a wife and children. We don't give a frick. <laughs> We're single income. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. That's why I was th- like when all that happened, I tried to paint the picture to people. I was like, you you don't un- you just don't understand. It's nosebleed. It's like so much money. So much money. Why do you think Doc's going after them? That's our video today on Presents, by the way. I'm covering it. Doc Doc is one of his aims for this year 
is to get unbanned and get a huge settlement for them. And oh, I'm here for it, buddy. I got my own plans for that platform. I figured if I pretended to be my mom, Lona would leave her alone. <laughs> I what I, I don't I don't leave Zubair alone. He orders almost more coffee than anybody. Who want the cauliflower crisps? Oh, those were so bad. Oh, those were bad. Those were real bad. I don't think many understand how a business can work. Uh, you can file as a sole proprietor and have write-offs without an LLC, but an LLC just helps you with liability-wise because you can protect personal assets. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. And and you only file as an S-Corp when you, when you exceed... There's just you, you. You have to hit a certain level, and they're like, "Yeah, you." The, basically, your CPA would tell you you don't want to file as an LLC anymore. You're making you're making too much, right? You 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 you've hit it. You've hit a threshold that it's more lucrative for you to 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 file as a as an S corp. So that that's a that's a that's a that's a not a common thing though. Usually, uh, people don't hover at those levels. So, um, because it's 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 difficult. I'm worried how much coffee Lono orders. I hope he's not drinking it all himself. <laughs> Friday night streams are brutal. Y'all are so mean to me. <laughs> How's New Year's stream? It was a friggin' blast. It got a little it got a little emotional and mushy at the end, like. Like Hilly and I had been drinking, and you know, it got a little, it got a little sentimental, but it was good. It was really, really fun. Every time you die in Sekiro, you have to eat one of those. Oh golly, they were so bad. They're these salted cauliflower snack. Like it's they're they're terrible. They truly are terrible. I didn't understand. Like I said, they 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 smell like a fart. Like that, it's awful. You as soon as you smell it, you're like, oh, who would want to eat this? And smell affects taste so much it's like it it immediately it immediately uh sounds terrible it like tastes terrible it doesn't it doesn't even have a chance uh to taste good from from the very from the very beginning (laughs) it's 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 set up for failure just with how bad it smells um oh i need to set up the redirect before i forget redirect your videos I really can't wait until that says redirect to any approved channel videos really really looking forward to that um (laughs) that'll be so great okay so we're gonna we're gonna have to shift gears here in just a little bit to a new stream about uh new world has another another exploit has cropped up with respect to what the frick was that um uh it's cropped up with respect to uh territory control there's a new exploit uh coming or in existence this one's going to blow your hair back the fact that people are doing this one this this I I can't even believe that it's happening but it's happening um so uh so we will be uh, we'll be switching over to that in just a little while. Oh, hey, we got a good suggest today on this video. We did. It was mostly you guys. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of new folks come in and sub today. I wasn't sure if this was going to be like a lightning rod topic with all of you two, but it was a good topic for you guys. You guys really responded well today. I, that's encouraging that we can branch out into something not specific to a game, 
but like a more broad gaming topic. So today is uh, we'll go over to a New World Territory Control Exploit stream in just a moment. I'm going to run upstairs briefly, stretch my legs and use the restroom and uh, see what the kiddos and, and the wife are up to. If you haven't yet hit subscribe, do that. Hit the like button. I'm a safer work broadcaster. I'll hit your sub feed all week with really great talk shows like this. And we've got one coming up about New World. And then don't forget, SNTR Presents is going to get a video this afternoon about Dr. Disrespect going after purple. You're not going to want to miss it. I got great topics and videos all week long over there. There's good there's some there's some juicy stuff going on and uh we're we're here to cover it for you. All right? So, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Okay, sorry, the kids are, we got, um, my wife got like a family present, uh, Settlers of Catan Jr., and we've been, uh, we played it a bunch, and they're like really digging it. It's actually really good, it actually is, it's actually a very good little game, uh, 
for a family to play. Um, no, that's not right. There we go. Share, copy, getting a tweet ready here. New world territory control exploit. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Bam. I can't spell this morning. I switched the, I switched to a different boom so I can have my other boom in the ceiling. Um, whenever we do like split screen streams and stuff. We played a card game called Unstable Unicorns. It was very fun. Recommend. I have my um, Vorlog, uh, the two-person dice game from AC Valhalla. I did their Kickstarter, like the, the highest one you could do. It should be here soon. I got that for my wife and I to enjoy. Um, let's see. Okay, so redirect should work. Most of the time it works. If redirect doesn't work, then you can use the link in chat. Um, so. Hey, thanks for clicking on the videos. Give me another episode of SNTR Gaming News talking about the New World Territory Control exploit that has emerged. Another one, yes, has emerged. I'll break it down for you right here at the beginning of this stream. We go into a scene like this, and I give you a very, very quick breakdown of the issue. If you like these streams and my coverage, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my live streams. I am going to end the other stream and bring